Welcome, everybody, to episode 202 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Uh, today's episode is going to be on the game Heroes of the Storm. Just, like, finally launched, launched. Fresh coding on uh, it? We've been talking about it for a while, but we're going to actually, like, do an episode on it now. So you don't have to um, hear about it as much. Anymore. R- right, yeah. <laughs> a- after today, who knows how, how much we'll be talking about it. Maybe not at all. This but, is our uh, putting it to bed episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of. Probably. Um, so that's going to be our, our main topic for the day. Uh, anything anybody wants to tease? I played more Witcher 3. Um, yep. Other than that, no. That's yeah, all I played. That's all I played, too. Um, I don't have anything necessarily to tease for later on in the episode, either. So, Will, did you play anything? Yeah, I did. I played the first Witcher, which isn't mm-hmm. really like tease-worthy, but I also played Massive Chalice oh, nice. a little bit. So, Cool. I look forward to hearing about that. I've, yeah. been, I've been interested. As have I. Yeah, seems. Did seems you like play a cool on uh, Xbox? No, PC. Okay, I downloaded it on Xbox. Though. Yeah, me too. Okay, Corey, anything to tease? Nope, just uh, the more of The Witcher Three, and uh, of course, as always, a little more Hearthstone. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's get right into hot, shall we? Sure, Dan. Well, it's nice to have you back doing notes. Yeah, I. I'll get into it. Why I missed, but yeah, that's fine. Uh, so yeah. Hots is uh, if you don't know it's a it's a MOBA which is multiplayer online battle arena game in the vein of your League of Legends your Dota 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 and Dota Two uh, you know there, there's various ones out there but really Dota Two and uh, and League of Legends are the most popular ones I think Heroes of the Storm is probably up there close anyway I think it's third now yeah now, now like, that it's out it's like uh, Heroes and Smite yeah uh, so that's that's the long and that's the short of it, not the long That's of it. That's the I, short I of say. it. That's the short of it. Um, it's it's done by Blizzard too. Uh, it's kind of funny that the original was a mod for Warcraft. Was it Warcraft three? Yep. Um, the original Dota game, the original MOBA, was a mod of a Blizzard game, and it, it took them this long to make their own MOBA, which is kind of weird. But that's typical Blizzard fashion, I guess. People accuse Blizzard of copying the developers of like Valve and Riot for yeah, even though they technically it, it, started yeah they, it. they did technically start it because some modders took their game Warcraft three and made the first MOBA. Yep. Um, did you guys watch the Honest trailer for? Heroes of the Storm? No, I, yeah, heard, it, I heard about it. It was hilarious. It's pretty good. What, yeah. what is this now? Honest Trailers? The Honest Trailers. You know how they do like the funny trailers for video games? No, I've never even heard of it. Video games they and movies. poke fun at it. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, Dan, they talk about that specific point, how it's like a copy of a copy of a mod. Okay. Of a copy. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, so there, there, there's that. Um, well, I mean, first let's get into some of the differences um, that you that you would experience as a 
you know, if you, if you played League of Legends or Dota, uh, what, what the differences would be if you, you popped into Heroes of the Storm. And uh, Will and Eric, I'm going to probably lean most heavily on you guys. I know you, you've played the most. So we've Cor- wasted the most time Cor- on Corey's pro- probably third on how much time he's played. Yeah, I've played 539 games. Wow. So, since I started. Okay. So a lot i think i was somewhere in like the 30 to 40 range maybe oh really yeah okay so do you know how many you're at eric by any chance any hours no i uh, games played no okay i don't know i should have looked i i got my like wins and stuff like that for no i didn't look at any of my stats or anything like that but i had to did like a rough estimate a while ago that each game was 20 minutes on average yeah, and that, this was a while ago, and I was well over forty hours at mm. that point. So I, I put plenty of time in yeah. on Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you. I mean, you guys want to get into some of the differences that you would notice? Yeah. yeah sure. From from Heroes over to, uh, or from League of Legends and Dota over to Heroes. What's? Well, I think the biggest one would be there's no items. Yeah. To purchase. Yeah. yeah. Which, in my opinion, is nice. Right. I I tried to play. I think it was Dota two. You know, briefly. And I just, I don't know, it's overwhelming, Yeah, the feeling that you get, because you don't know what items to buy, and I'm sure there's guides and things like that, but there's just so much that you can buy, and people are so rude if you do it wrong, that I just was like, nah, fuck this. So I think the biggest thing is that it's more accessible because of the lack of items. I would say streamlined, even. It is streamlined. It's, It's dumbed down. Yeah. Like Blizzard does. Yeah, I mean, I, it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It, it is dumbed down to a to a sense, but uh, to, to me, that was like that's an unnecessary game element. And when I was learning how to yeah. play Dota initially, I was like, this it seems pointless to buy items. Yeah. For a game, like I, I much prefer Blizzard's vision of having picking your abilities, like a, like a, like a like an RPG. It so, makes it makes more sense to me to do that than to have all these random items, like. I don't know, hundreds of different items that yeah. you can pick from. Yes. In, in Dota, well, and Corey, I know I've played it, do you pick abilities like you do in Heroes of the Storm? Yeah, you have three like base, three to four baseline abilities, okay. and you can level those <clears throat> up, sort of, like, but it'll do like a little bit more damage, or it'll stun okay. a little bit, but like it's not a big part of the game. Like, the it's items, more about the items. It's more about the items for how you spec out your character that way. Yeah, I much prefer just picking your abilities like yeah. you would in an RPG. Yep. You know. Yeah, because in Heroes, the thing that they have is picking talents, and when you hit level... When you start at level 1, you pick one of four talents, or there's sometimes five. Then when you're level uh, 4, you pick one, level 7, you pick one, then 10, you get a choice between two ultimates, and then 13, you pick one... Heroics, aren't they? Yeah, heroics, ultimates, they're the... Well, you know the Heroes of the Storm, uh, loyal, loyalists will get you for that one. Yeah. yeah they can... <laughs> you know, is whatever. That, is there Heroes of the Storm loyalists? I'm sure... Point? Well, I'd technically be one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably. I guess I probably would too. <laughs> so, but we don't there's, care there's, about silly things like that. There's people that have been probably playing it since launch that would consider them loyalists and would probably yell at me and tell me how to play the game. Yeah. Just After be- having only played it for when did it launch officially? Monday, Tuesday, the, Tuesday, two days ago. Yeah, two days ago. Yeah, that's probably enough. <laughs> there's people in arguments that said I've been playing since alpha. I know what I'm doing. And stuff like that. Yeah, you know what we say to those people. Anyway, back to the differences. Uh, uninstall. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I mean, that I, that I think is the biggest, the primary difference, difference. for me that yeah. you'll notice right away is it's it's not as intimidating when you open it up and start to play it. Um, 
because you just have to pick abilities. And, you know, there's a few to pick from at each level, but it's not like you have a list of all of these things to pick from. And some are better than others, obviously, but you can kind of tailor your character towards your play style. And, like I said, I'm sure there are the same kind of thing for Dota League of Legends as far as a build to look up. Yeah. But with Heroes of the Storm, it's not nearly as much to sift through. Not just that, but you, like, as soon as you level up, you just click on that that like banner on the bottom left hand yeah. corner you don't have to go somewhere right. to buy the items right. you know that's that that took me out of like learning how to play the game like um oh i, I got enough gold I, not just that but keeping mental track of all that stuff yep. takes you out of the game it me does. out of the game uh and someone who doesn't play mobas really i agree so that took me out of the game a little bit but what else differences wise? Well, yeah, the next biggest change would be team leveling. Yeah. Uh, so in Dota and League of Legends, you could have somebody who is a carry, and basically they're in a solo lane and they're last hitting the most and they're gaining the most experience, so they level up faster than everybody else. So like, if your team's having a bad game, like the carry can pretty much like keep you in it and like be able to like take on multiple enemies at once. And Heroes of the Storm, there's team leveling, mm-hmm. so everybody is the same level. So you have to make sure you work together as a team and strategize to make sure you guys keep up in levels and are able to keep up with the opposing team. And that way, you can have your talents unlocked and keep up with them that way, so you don't fall behind in team battles. Right. So that's probably the next biggest uh, change between the two. Mm-hmm. And then, like, maps would be another map one. Map objectives. Yeah, there's multiple maps in this one, and every MOBA ever, there's only one map, really. Uh, Smite has, like, different game modes that are on different maps, but, like, the normal here, like, the normal game type, which is the two cores, and you yeah. guys go at it, there's multiple different maps. And in Heroes of the Storm, there's seven, I think, right? Yeah, I think we did count seven. Yes. And there's about to be another one. I guess it's done, right? Yeah, it is pretty much done. I don't know. The launch event, I didn't pay attention to what did they say it was I, done. I read that it's done. Um, they're just, like, tweaking things Smiling here and there. Stuff. So yeah. the maps are, uh, hold on, I wrote them down. Uh, Tomb of the Spider Queen, Sky Temple, Garden of Terror, Haunted Mines, Cursed Hollow, Dragon Shire, and Blackheart's Bay. And each mm-hmm. one has its own uh, objective tailored to each map. So, like, Blackheart's Bay, the object is to collect doubloons, and you turn into the pirate in the middle of the map, and he fires cannons at the enemy building so you can siege through faster. Mm-hmm. So I love the objectives. Yeah. I honestly can't imagine playing a MOBA without something like that. Yeah, no, I, I think it, it kind of breaks the play up a little bit. And yeah. It, you know, I, it kind of keeps it fresh mm-hmm. each match so, like, something different can happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Especially, like, on a map like Garden of Terror, which is my worst map by far. But, like, two teams can have both have a Garden of Terror going at it at once, and it's anything can happen when mm-hmm. that gap, like, goes on. It's yeah. kind of cool to have those different type of possibilities of, on each different map. Mm-hmm. When you play, you know, on the same Dota map, like, it's kind of mundane, Yeah, I think. And I know that people would probably argue, like, it's about mastering yeah, the your, mastering your the play game. Yeah. in the game and... and Items and characters and things like Which that. Which I get. But yeah, I, I get it too. Like it's that's kind of what Destiny is, and I, right. I really like Destiny. But at the same time, I prefer the way Heroes of the Storm yeah. does it. I like variety. Yeah, um, that was that was definitely. I'm with <laughs> you. I, I I thought that was way more interesting. Yeah. than than just the same. same like map my every first time. thought after I saw that the new map was coming out I was like, oh, I wonder what the objective's going to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, like, it'll probably be something pretty sweet because it's right. a Diablo map and it looks awesome. Like half of it is hell and like dark. The other half is heaven, and it's all, like, lit up oh, and awesome. angelic-looking. Yeah. Nice. So, um, another big difference that you're going to notice right away is there's a lot less heroes to pick from. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I actually have a list of them if you want me to run through them quickly. Uh, I figure we do a little breakdown of the heroes. Yeah. Okay. Are there any other differences you want to talk about? Uh, mounts. Mounts? Okay. Yeah, mounts are, I think, one another really big difference because in Dota or League, you know, every character has to walk to their spot. So, like, there's more time, like, if you have, like, vision on a map and see, like, oh, they're in the top lane, you have way more time to yeah. be able to do something in the bottom or middle. But in Heroes of the Storm, basically, they can ride a horse and they'll be there, like, a lot yeah. faster. So, yeah. like, you have to be a lot faster with your, you know, your movements like if you're taking a boss like you gotta be like oh we have to like do it now yeah or not you gotta do time it. it right exactly so okay yeah, yeah. so what's a, what's i mean what's a new plot what's a benefit uh of a new player coming into heroes of the storm like what oh why why is this one different the accessibility i yeah. think is the biggest benefit that for me that's what it was yeah. being somebody that had tried dota 2 very briefly and was just overwhelmed by everything uh, I didn't feel that way at all with Heroes of the Storm. No, and I, I'm the same way. Like I had played a, f- a handful of matches of D- of Dota 2, didn't really grab me at all. Uh, you know, playing Heroes of the Storm, like after the first game, I was like, I, I have a fairly good grasp yeah. of of the gameplay aspect of it. You know, not necessarily the strategy and stuff stuff like that, but I felt like I could confidently play the game. You know. Yep. Um, so it was very, very easy to, to pick up and learn mm-hmm. for a noob like yeah. myself. And the tutorial that they have you do is, like, pretty good yeah. for doing it. Because I think they make they run through the basics and they make you play a tutorial game. Mm-hmm. And then they let you play. And you can practice with bots and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it's got a, I think, better practice, uh, an easier to access practice mode than, than at least Dota 2 also, you yeah. know. Um, I think they encourage you to practice if you're starting Play playing with the new, new hero, they encourage you to practice before you just jump right into a match with it. So. Yeah, that's why they did the talent gating is because they right. wanted you to play the hero a little bit before you went right online with yeah. that. So yeah, I by that will do you mean they limit the talents you can choose when you start before yeah. you hit level four? Yeah, yeah, level four is when you unlock like each character levels up one through twenty, and when you hit four is when you unlock all their talents to be able to pick from. And they limited that because they didn't want people going right in as a new hero like Abathur, not having any idea what they're doing like me. Right. Um, I just and mean, having to choose between six different abilities every level. <laughs> yeah, not knowing what... Because that happened with me with Abathur. I lost every game with Abathur. Would you go in there and try to tank with him, didn't you, Will? No, I knew <laughs> the base, the basics of it. I just was so bad with him. Well, if, as a for instance, just something that I experienced recently with the game going open... This was during open beta, not release. Um, I was playing a game, and like I said, I've been, I've been playing for a while, so I do try to offer advice if I can. Um, players, yeah. but it was nice because it was actually somebody on the other team was doing just terribly. Um, they were playing as Lily, who is a healer yeah. and real squishy, yeah, oh, yeah, and needs to stay out of the battle and stay back and just basically just hit Q repeatedly, yeah, and heal everybody. You don't on even the team. have to. You don't even have to hit it. You just hold it down, uh, yeah, and it'll heal automatically. Really, an easy character it's to great. play. Um, but. Whoever was playing that character thought they were had taken on the role of a tank mm-hmm. and was just trying to soak up damage, and we were just killing left and right. Yeah. And if a team is has a healer and you, they don't know what they're doing, like it, it's of absolutely no use. Yeah. And that they're basically down a person. Yeah. So um, that's what Will means by making sure you know your role your and character, to yeah. practice and get to level four. Yeah. Do do the other mobas have like support and? And like tank character, melee characters, and, yeah, they, and healers, and they, or whatever they do. I see Assassins. a lot of I see a lot of people on subreddits say that the support role in Heroes of the Storm is actually like more important because healing is actually has more of a benefit because it's more like 
it feels bigger and more right. important. Yeah, I like I know in uh, Dazzle was the healer in Dota two, and I don't remember him being like, oh my god, like I just got a a clutch heal and it saved me. Like I never remembered that. Right. And I mean, I only played like fifty hours of uh, Dota, but like I would remember that because one of my friends played Dazzle. Right. So like playing Brightwing or Uther or Rhaegar or Lili, it's like huge because yeah. you get the heal and like I don't know. I like playing Rhaegar. Um, because his heroic ability that I always choose is Ancestral Healing, and it basically just heals one of your teammates completely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's nice if you're in, like, a team battle and you see somebody's about to die, and you heal them back to full health, yeah. you know what I mean? It's it's a good feeling for everybody Yeah, and a team. surprise to the other team, probably. Yeah, and everybody on the team's like, son of a bitch, you yeah. know? Yeah. They about had somebody killed, and it could have been, you know, if they're about to kill your tank... That's big because yeah, everybody else on the team the is probably team. squishy and yeah. can't take any damage. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah. So support is definitely like I feel like support is very very important in uh, heroes as opposed to like Dota right. too or League. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean Tito's in the chat, so if he agrees, he can chime in with that. But yeah, I, he's I, a, he, he's played a lot of League, so yeah. he's, he's he said he's got a good comparison. League and Dota do have some sort of objective things. Yeah. But they're different. Yeah. Like you don't take control of like a garden terror or a dragon, right. or you know turn collectible things into somebody, you know, for them to help you. That's the difference. That yeah. was always fun. Uh, you know, have, having fights over turning in the coins at, at Black Hearts Bay. Yep. Fuck that map. And then uh, <laughs> what the, the spider, the Tomb spider, spider Queen, the Spider Queen, turning those into. Oh yeah. Like it's always a. Uh, uh, showdown, kind of right outside those. Well, objectives. It, it becomes very st- strategic, yeah, exactly. especially on Blackheart's Bay, because there's only one turn-in spot. Whereas yeah. on uh, Tomb of the Spider Queen, you can turn your your gems in at two different spots. So mm-hmm. usually, there's like more people at the top or the bottom of the map. So if you're paying attention, you can just be like, "Well, fuck! I'll just go to the other turn-in, right?" Because mm-hmm. that's where the rest of my team but is. But Blackheart's Bay is different because it's the one pirate, and there's two um, steam stacks there, so you can hide and be invisible. So sometimes they'll just camp. I had one match. I don't know if I was playing with anybody here, but I had one match where we just could not turn coins in, and they were just camping the pirate the whole time, and oh, we yeah. just couldn't do anything. And they were turning their coins in. I don't yeah. know how they were doing it. Like how they, they must have been coins. rotating people in and yeah. out. You know what I mean? Just three people sitting there and two people getting coins or something. But I was a bastard. Yeah. yeah. But it's a good strategy. It's it's like playing Chelsea. In, in English soccer. Uh-huh. Very defensive and boring, but they won the league. Effective, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Right. I sort of feel like Blackheart's Bay is the most, out of all the maps, like kind of off the wall with how it's played. I hate it. Because I don't know how to play it still. And I, I have... thought we'd go through all the maps at yeah. some point. Just... That's the one with the weird lanes too, right? Yeah. yeah, the middle lane is very strange. Right. Yeah, We'll, we'll save that for a okay. little later, but yeah. Um... Where were we? I don't even remember. Dan asked about like yeah, for new people jumping in. A new player, uh, what? Why heroes is better as a new player? Not not only that stuff, but Blizzard has built up such a good like backlog of Diablo characters, StarCraft characters, World of Warcraft. They're familiar characters, still huge. Yeah. Um, so that's a part of it too. It's got recognizable characters that you're like, oh shit! Like, yeah, I remember playing Diablo. Like, I I want them to add the Butcher in, right? Which would be awesome. Mm You know, and I I'm, was excited done. to play Diablo himself, and uh, it, it's just fun playing 
characters like that. Yeah, so. characters that even even me not being a Blizzard fan recognized a lot of them. Yeah. So. yeah. In that honest trailer, they're saying in Blizzard's MOBA, you have to pretend that Nova's sniper rifle can kill the actual devil. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, that was a funny line. But yeah. yeah, it's cool to see all these different types of characters from the different. Their big like three franchises come into one, and yeah. their other ones like the Lost Vikings. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool to see Arthas fighting Vala. Right. Did uh, I know? I think Dan kind of asked this already, but does League and Dota split it up into the like assassin roles and healer roles and tank roles as dramatically? Uh, that I don't know. I do know that like the assassin role, like the people know who the carry, which is like okay. the assassin. More, oh, like, all right. Are people like know which ones are the carry? And, okay. Because I do remember whenever I would play with Corey's friend Matt, and I'd be like, "Oh, I want to try this character," and he's like, "Well, do you want to carry?" And that was always no, so I would never play that character. Okay. Gotcha. I do like how, like, it's pretty clear, you know, what, what, the, your, what, the role what your role is. is. Yeah. You know, after you play a few matches, you, you start to understand, like, why you have to play your role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if I play as Vala, which I started out as, I was an assassin, and, you know, they don't have many hit points. They do a lot of damage. So, after the few first games where I was getting killed a lot, you know, you learn you have to stay back behind the battle, almost like a healer does. Yeah. But you're using your skills to deal damage to the other team yeah. instead of healing. Yeah. They said that they want to break down the roles a little bit better because they feel like somebody like Zagara and Sylvanas don't play very differently from a lot of diff- other specialists, and Sonya is not as tanky as like other warriors. So Sonya's they, not tanky. So they want to like split them into like even more, like different, ca- like more precise categories. I could see that with Sonya. The other tanks, I think, are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um do you want to get into heroes now? Because I thought sure. we'd talk about them. Do you want to move on to that? Yeah, yeah we can get into the heroes. Corey, okay. do you have any thoughts before we before we get I into a, the heroes? I have a couple thoughts. I was I was kind of waiting for the right time to squeeze them in there. But uh, go ahead. Keep keep plugging along. Keep going. All right. So, I don't know. We can start with... Uh, let's start with the tanks. I broke them down into franchise. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. All right. So, I'll go over the Diablo characters. Uh, there's Diablo, which is obvious. Asmodan. The new character is Johanna, who is the Crusader from Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls, the expansion character. And then there's Nazebo, who's the Witch Doctor, Sonya the Barbarian, Vala the Demon Hunter, and then Tyriel. Um, some of my favorite characters are in the Diablo set. Uh, I really like Diablo as a tank. Um, we can explain what tank and all that means, too. Yeah, uh, yeah let's just go over him. Diablo is a tank. I think he's him and ETC, who we'll go over later, are the, the top-tier tanks yep. still, right? Yeah. Although, I bet you Johanna might bo- go in there. I played a game with Johanna today. I was kind of like, oh, she's cool today. Yeah. I was like, she's awesome. She's really good. Like, I think that with that one specifically, they nailed what that role is supposed to be mm-hmm. because... Boy, does she just soak, soak damage. Up damage, and she's such a bastard to, to kill. kill. Yeah, like I, there's no builds, obviously. So I, I started out. Will was gracious enough to let me use her first because <laughs> we bought her at the same time, <laughs> and we we're both like, "Well, we got to get her to level five. Yeah. So uh, the build I was using, I, you know, I was trying to read over the the abilities as quickly as I could, and she gets one that gives her a small, a decent size health burst if you get in trouble. She has her um, D ability. Which is uh, each character has a different sort of D ability. Hers makes her invulnerable for a, a short period of time and soaks a bunch of damage, so it shields her that way. And then late game, there's also another ability that you can get where if you lose all your hit points instead of dying, it shields you. Wow. And the first ability you take that I take is a health regen buff. 
So instead of dying, I'm shielded and I'm regenerating health and I can burst my health back. Yeah. Like it's insane. It's pretty hard to kill her. Okay. Like o- I, I mean I put Here's the thing though, because I don't think she's OP because she does no damage. Right, yeah. gotcha. So you're not going to get a lot of kills with her. But at the same time, it's up to the other team to not focus her. Right. Yeah. And to focus their attention on a player who's going to do damage and actually take them out of the battle. Right. If they just focus on her, they like they have no chance in a yeah, team fight. Yeah, the DPS will melt your team before you get a chance to even yeah. kill her. Right. So. So yeah, as far as uh, her and Diablo, I think are the two tanks. Asmodan's not a tank. Uh, Tyrael and Sonya are. Oh yeah, Tyrael. Well, Diablo is probably my second favorite tank. Um, he does a little more damage, I'd say, than Johanna does. But yeah. he's he's good at the, the pullback um, and knocking people back into the action where his team is. And mm. and actually, my one of my favorite plays with Diablo is to sit by your gate. And if somebody from the other team gets too close, to pull them over your gate, and then they're screwed. They yeah, can't get out, and they just get murdered. Pummeled by. on by the towers and everything. Yeah. So I, I really I enjoyed Diablo. I think I played more tanks than you, Will. Yeah, the only I only play as one tank, really. Uh, maybe two now because of Johanna, but I play Tyrael a lot. So. I own... I own Stitches, ETC, Diablo, Johanna. I think I own Tyrael. Oh, wow. I own quite a few tanks. It's fun. I like playing that role, and uh, I think it's more fun with Johanna because she does a lot of debuffs to the uh, the other team. Instead of damage, she does a lot of slows and silences and stuff like that. Yeah, like her W ability will be like there's an aura around her, and everybody in the area of that will get pulled into her. Mm-hmm. So like if you have a team by you and like they're on the edge of your thing, they'll get pulled back just enough that your like DPS can kill whoever you bring in in time, so they don't get away. Huh. It's nice. Yeah. Um. You can talk about Tyrael. You like Tyrael. Yeah, I like Tyrael a lot. He is one of the tanks that people want to be better than he is. I think he's fine, personally. But, like, his Q ability is really cool because he throws his sword into an area, and then you press it again, and you teleport to where your sword is. So, like, if a hero is trying to get away, you can chase him down that way. You can use that to get away, or you can use that as a tactic to, like, engage the mm-hmm. enemy, which is what I do a lot. And then his W ability gives him uh, a heal and a shield, which is nice, and everybody surrounding in that area can get that too. And then his E ability is just like a slash attack that does like 200 damage. So he doesn't have as much hit points as like a Diablo or Johanna. He has like maybe two to 300. I think when I was playing Tyrael and you were Johanna, at the end I was like 400 hit points away. Yeah. So, like, he's a little less tanky than those ones, but he's still, like, pretty solid. Mm-hmm. And his passive is pretty cool. When he dies, he becomes a ghost, and he can follow people, and he has a timer, and when the timer expires, he explodes and does a lot of damage. <laughs> so that helps with, you know, killing. Like, if you get killed in a team fight early, but there's some enemies that are weak, you can kill them all with that. Gotcha. So that's nice to have. See, when I pl- I don't like playing a stereo. When I play a tank, I like to play, like, a tank with a tank, lot tank. of hit points yeah. because I like to get right in the scrum. Yeah. yeah. That's why I like Johanna so much. Um, the character that I've used the most as a Diablo character, Vala, is the one that I started with. And as I said before, she's an assassin, which does a lot of the damage. Um, I really like her a lot. Um, I don't know. She's not my favorite character to play with, but it's just the one I grasped onto at first for whatever reason. I like that she had the she was a demon hunter and had yeah. two crossbows in her hands. I thought it was cool. Um, she's fun to play, though. She does uh, a good area area damage where she shoots her arrows into like a cone um 
Hungering arrow. Hungering arrow that hits uh, multiple enemies in a, in a small area. Uh, I haven't played her in a while. It has been a while. With some She's of got characters. a good stun for her uh, heroic ability too, but it's a it's kind of hard because what it does is it forms a straight line ahead of you, and it's almost like these meteors that come out of the sky or something, and they stun the other team. But it does like one row, and then the opposite team has a chance to get out of it before the next row comes down. Yeah. So I don't love her her thing. It's it's good if you can hit it and keep them in in the line where where it's hitting, but it's it's tough to do that. Yeah. That's a little bit like. Uh um, was it Raynor? Oh, with his, his Hyperion His thing? Hyperion orbital bombing? Yeah. Like, it never works on players unless you're really lucky and can yeah. trap them in an area. You need to trap but them. But it's, it's, it's better for buildings and stuff. Like, it does a lot of uh, siege damage. It's good to do it, like, if you're on a map, like Sky Temple, and they're collecting the temple, shrine, whatever it is. The, yeah, the temples, to shoot lasers at the bases, and you can send that in there and clear them out, and yeah. then you can go in mm. and get it. Yeah. So. Yep. You got to be creative with Raynor's. Uh, yep. One of his, that's one of his ultimates, at least. Uh, one of my favorite characters is a Diablo character. Nazebo is a blast. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is trap somebody into his zombie circle. So you just have to place it really well, and it's hard to do, which is why it's so satisfying when you yeah. land it and trap somebody inside it. And the great thing about Nazebo is not only can he trap people, but he does a lot of damage, especially late game. After level 10, I think if you trap one person, as long as it's not a tank with a lot of hit points, if you were to trap like an assassin or a healer in the zombies, you could probably kill them right then by yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you Because uh, I always pick in Venom with him, and that does a lot of damage. So if you have all of your abilities available and you haven't used Invenom, if you just unload all four attacks on them right then, they're probably done. Yeah. Which is really satisfying. I have a little bit of experience with Nazebo. I played him for, I think I got him to level like six or seven maybe. Yeah. I, really, I really like Nazebo a lot. He's fun. He's a weird little dude too. Yep. Um, Who else we got? Asmodan? Asmodan. That's who I've been playing with recently, right? Oh, yeah. Asmodan's fucking great. I think he's going to be the next one I buy. Uh-huh. Super good at sieging walls. Um, he has this one ability where it's it's like a laser that he shoots out, and it's constant. It just drains your uh, your mana, but it doesn't drain it too much to the point where it's you know a hindrance to him. It, actually, I think it should drain it more than it does mm-hmm. because it, it it does a lot of damage to heroes, and it also takes out towers and walls so quick. Yeah. Like, they're, when Will and I were playing, like, if they don't pay attention to you when you're playing Asmodan, I took down towers and walls, like, super quick into the game. There's two characters you do not want to leave in a lane alone, and one of them is Asmodan. The other one we'll talk about later. Yeah. But Asmodan's a beast. Yeah. I think well, he's underrated. I think he is, too, after playing him. He, he's expensive. Yeah, because nobody, I don't see him competitively being played a lot. Yeah. No, nah, the co- the handful of competitive matches I I watched the characters were pretty much the same. Yeah, every every match. It's the same like 11. maybe one or two character variances, but they were the same over the course of a few matches. You know. Yeah. But yeah, those are. Do we don't talk? Corey, did you want to say anything about Nazebo? You play him a lot too. I do. I like to. Uh, Eric was talking a little bit about it, but you drop the zombie wall on somebody and then put the gargantuan in there with them. Oh yeah. It pretty much <laughs> takes care of them for you. You can just walk away at that point. Drop the mic and walk away. Corey, <laughs> uninstall for the Gargantuan. <laughs> yeah, Corey's the Gargantuan the only is the on new Earth. pick, but it's the most fun. And I always pick Nazebo because, like Eric said, he's a lot of fun to play. Yeah. And I don't care what anybody, you know, anybody tells me if I'm playing it wrong or whatever. I I play the way that makes it the most fun for me, and, and that's... 
I don't know. That's how I enjoy that game. How dare you, Corey? Yeah, the people who get mad about <laughs> your build is they're dumb. I had somebody tell me that about my stitches build when I did Hero League, and I was like, "Sorry, man. Like, I don't, this is what I do. This is what I've always used. Yeah, it's yeah. worked. Sorry. Just tell them to go blow. All right. Well, what else we got for heroes? We should probably Starcraft? speed them up a little bit. Starcraft. Uh, you got Abathur, Nova, Raynor, Kerrigan, Sergeant Hammer, Tychus, Tassadar, Zeratul, and Zagara. Tassadar. Probably my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a support character. He does not heal all that much. I do pick Healing Ward with him, so it does uh, like an area heal. Um, but the thing I like about him is the shield that he provides is really well used. Uh, it's pretty powerful. Yeah. And he has a good attack. His W attack, it like puts a blast of lightning in a small circle. Um, but the other team always freaks out when they see it. So what you do... They always have a tendency to back up when you yeah. when you launch it. So you put it so that they're on the front edge of it. So when they go running backwards, they run through the whole circle. Yep. And uh, I don't remember what level you unlock this ability. It's one of the last few, but he gets second strike, so he can actually do it twice. So you can literally just put two circles, and they just run right through the whole thing. Nice. It's great. It's just these little things that you pick up on. Mm-hmm. They just run backwards out of instinct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's one of my favorite characters to play. I actually purchased the skin for him. Nice. Did, was it the Crypt King one? Crypt King. Yeah. Yep. That one's pretty cool. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, I only got it because it's got themed abilities, and I didn't even notice it. Oh, really? Which pissed me off. Hmm. But whatever. Uh, anyway, my favorite is Nova. Uh, she's, like, the number one. Her and Zeratul, actually, uh, both from the same game, are the two, like, best hero killers in the game. They don't really do a whole lot other than that, though. Um, basically, they have an invisible shimmer. Uh, but they're invisible to the human eye, but there's, like, a little, like, shimmer on the map, so you can kind of see where they are, so, like, that's their, their... Took me forever to get used to it. Yeah. I wouldn't still say I'm used to it. Yeah, it takes a while to get used to it. You have to be young. Yeah. (laughs) My my poor eyes. But, uh, once you see, like, start to notice it more, like, you'll be able to pick up on it, so it's not as big of a deal. But, uh, yeah, Nova's great at killing people. I hate playing against Nova. Uh, Will plays a good Nova, though. He does. Thank you. Yeah. I hate playing against Nova, though. Son of a bitch. Yeah, if they're good, they know how to really make you angry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's an assassin, Zeratul is an assassin, Tychus is an assassin, Raynor is an assassin, and Kerrigan are, is an assassin. And Rain, Z- Rain, It's surprising to me that Raynor is an assassin. He seems kind of useless he's, for the most part. He's got a, I love his heroic ability. Which one? Not the the spaceship that hovers over above the Hyperion in an one. area. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I like it too. But it it doesn't work. Like if you're an assassin, your focus would be to kill heroes, and it doesn't really work for that unless mm-hmm. you're lucky or. It's just good in bailing out in a team fight if it's yeah, not going push, your push way. People away. It's the same situation as Tassadar's attack. People freak out when they see it and yeah, they just they start running like chickens with their head cut off, and like it kind of just breaks up the attack. Yep. Yeah, um, I can see that. I started when I because I played Raynor a little bit. I think I got him to level like maybe seven. Uh, I started using it for siege damage on on buildings and walls yeah. and stuff, and it worked really well for that. But it's a it's a multi purpose. I, I, I always felt like I was useless in a team fight. I would because he's squishy. I would get killed like so fast. I, yeah, Raynor sucks. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Raynor because uh, he's the tutorial guy, and yeah. I just, I was not fond of him. He's one of the only heroes I don't really like I that much. I prefer Tychus. Okay, if I'm gonna play a Starcraft assassin, yeah. yeah. But and not much to say about Tychus. Anybody yeah. else worth noting there? Is Ab- Abathur? Hammer. 
Abathur and Sergeant Hammer and well, Zagara, Abathur and Sergeant Hammer are all specialists. Zagara is really good at doing damage. I've never used Zagara. She's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I don't play her a lot. She can leave creep tumors, which help uh, when you can. You like you know with the Zerg, like the purple ground yeah. they make and they corrupt the land. Okay. When you spawn your guys as Zagara, like the the Zerglings and stuff like that, they get a boost and stuff like that. And then you have vision in that area. So oh, that, is that? So I was wondering what that did. So that's like you see that air like oh, around there. Man. So it's pretty like when you're Zagara, like you have to do that and stuff like that. Nice. Sergeant Hammer is really good at dealing damage and sieging. Uh, she's another really popular hero. I actually, uh, after I got the hang of Hammer, I hated her at first. I did too. After I got the hang of her, I really liked her. Mm-hmm. I I like playing the siege characters. They're it's, fun. It's fun. You definitely you have a defined role, yeah. you know, and if if you can accomplish what you're supposed to, it's very helpful. Mm. I, I I've I was a fan if I had Sergeant Hammer on my team and they were they were good at what they were doing because, you know, you'd you'd be not paying attention and then you'd look and the entire the the other side's defenses were all wiped out. Yep, you're like I, you know, none of us. All the other characters knew that was going on, but Sergeant Hammer was just just continuing chipping away, going. chipping away at the other team's defenses, and they were gone. Just don't first pick her in Hero League, or you'll get yelled at. Well, yeah, Hammer. Yep. Yeah. Wasn't it you, Corey, that played, and somebody first picked Sergeant Hammer, and then somebody said "Good game" when it started? <sighs> yep. <sighs> Nothing pisses me off more than that. In the draft. In the fucking draft. Good <laughs> game. Good for anyway, Abathur. we can get to saltiness in a bit. Yeah. Abathur, not even going to begin to explain because Abathur does so much stuff going on. It's probably the most unique hero I've seen out of like all of the games. I haven't tried Abathur either. I don't plan That's on another it. point I wanted to bring up, though, while we're on the subject of Abathur. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I really like about the game that you don't... I, don't, I mean, I haven't really played the other ones, uh, the other MOBAs to an extent where I'd know, but... The way like they implement those sort of novelty characters like Abathur and uh, Murky, <laughs> um, Murky. and al- also Tito mentioned it earlier in the chat, but the ability to play as the objectives, like when you get the Garden Terror um, and the Dragon, like mm-hmm. you play as that. And I don't know the the way they kind of seamlessly integrate that stuff is crazy and weird as it is, makes it a lot of fun and kind of changes the the whole gameplay a little yeah. bit and it just it works like it doesn't you know it doesn't feel like out of place yeah. overpowered it gives your team enough of a boost that if you're down and you focus on an objective you can turn the match around you know mm-hmm. yep and then another like sort of novelty character for lack of a better word is the lost vikings yeah. the way they split up and can go in separate lanes like oh man all that stuff is done really well and and there's such a huge opportunity OP. to screw that up and either make it overpowered or worthless uh, but I think they they integrate it pretty well, and it makes for a lot more interesting things to happen. The thing is, is when you have somebody on your team or the other team that knows how to use Abathur or Lost Vikings, you're either fucked or you're in good shape. Because right. I got lucky enough one day, I just got on by myself, and I, I got in a group with somebody who was looking for a group, and he was playing as Abathur. And uh, he was a nice guy before the match, and he's like, we get into the match, and he's like, Everybody, when I ping something, just go to it. It's going to help us win. And everybody did it, and he was so good at playing Abathur. Like, uh-huh. next thing you knew, he had sieged the walls almost completely. I have no idea what he was doing. I played Abathur, <laughs> and I have no idea how he sieged either, because I don't know. Apparently there's a siege build, and, like, he had opened up two of the lanes. And I was just like, what the fuck? How did he even do this? 
Because he's controlling the hat on your head. Yeah. The, I don't know. I yeah. don't know what he did, but it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> it, was fu- it was so fun playing with this guy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if you find people like that to play with, it's it's a blast because mm-hmm. the, it just helps your team so much. Yeah. And I like finding somebody who likes to be the leader. I'll do it, but I, I'd rather not. I'd rather have somebody else be like, all right, this is what we should do and not be a dick about it. Yeah. Just be like, let's just do this and we'll win. Yeah. And, if everybody does it, you probably will. Yeah. Um, so that's I wonder, fun. I wonder if there's a way in matchmaking they could have people who designate themselves as like a hero a and, and, and match that match with players that like me, I wouldn't want to be designated as a leader because I, I don't know, like I don't know the game well enough to be yeah. able to pick, okay, this is what we're going to do now. I'd rather just follow idea. directions. Like a checkbox that yeah. says, I like to be the leader. Yeah. So, something along those lines. Yeah. That's a good idea. Because I'm sure there's plenty of people like us that would rather not. Not, yeah. I hate know? doing it. I don't. I mean, I'll put pings out there and th- you know what we should do, but I, you know, I'd, I'd rather. I don't like feeling like I fucked up the team. Yeah, so, fucked exa- everybody over. Exactly. <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, it is just a game, I guess. But still. All right, let's keep going. Uh, last but not least, Warcraft. Nothing to say about StarCraft, right? Last but not least. The biggest section. Yeah, by far. All right, I hope you're all sitting for this. It's going to be a while. <laughs> uh, Anubarak, Arthas, Gazlo, Illidan, Jaina, Kael'thas, Rhaegar, Thrall, Tyranda, Uther, Brightwing, Chen, ETC, Falstad, Lily, Malfurion, Mirrodin, Murky, Stitches, and Sylvanas. Oof. The only one I can talk about is Lily because that's the character I played the most as. I don't like Lily. I liked Lily because I only I Lily's easy to play. Like that's why I, I don't I, like. I her. didn't have to do much. I get so I, bored. I just had to. I had to not not die. Yeah, and hold down the Q button to heal. And She's then a great I, starting character. Yeah, I had especially like yeah. if, for me because like I said, I didn't play nearly as much as you guys to to learn the healing role uh, and and what you need to do as a healer. Um, I thought Lily was a good character for that. Because uh, she has some some decent escapability too. Like if you run into trouble, she's got some abilities that can help her stay she alive. Gets, and, she and boosts speed if she's being attacked, right? Bo- boosts speed. Yep. Um, she's also got an ability that makes the your, the next two and then later on three attacks miss you. So um, if you get uh, if you get get into some trouble and an assassin has their an ability loaded up to blast you in one hit. You know, if you use that at the right time, it'll it'll miss you, and you can you can get away. She's a popular character. A lot of people play Lily, yeah. and I hate seeing her on the other team. Yeah, because we have to try and kill her, and she's impossible she's to get. A bastard to kill. So slippery. And then I always liked she has a shrink ray too. Yeah, which I always liked using. Um, I picked that for Tassadar too. Yeah, because if if the other team's not paying attention, they're floating around. They get a little too close to you. You shrink them. They it slows them down, and they're they're a lot more squishy than usual. So that that's powerless. Nice, that's a nice uh, nice ability to have. That was my one, like, offensive thing that I would pick with Lily. Mm-hmm. I mean, my two, three, and four favorite characters in the game are Sylvanas, Jaina, and Brightwing. So, Brightwing's a healer. Brightwing's also the funniest character in the game, I think, with her dialogue. She's zany. Yeah, yeah that's that's another thing. The characters kind of talk to each other when, like... And that is something that's very underrated, I think. Yeah. Oh, it, some of it's really funny. Yeah, if you're yeah. not if you're not paying attention, you might not notice it, but it's it's really fun to watch the characters I, interact with each other. When I was playing Johanna yesterday or whatever day it was, a couple days ago, um we were playing a match and I had killed I think I don't remember who. I might have been Uther on the other team a few times. It was Diablo. It was Diablo. And after I killed him again, she goes, "How many times is that now, Diablo?" And I just started <laughs> giggling to myself. I was like, "Yes." Um, but yeah, and actually, Dan, this is something they added since you've 
stopped playing. Yeah. Um, it's been like two months, I think, since the last time. I some played. of the new skins that they're putting out have new voiceovers. Oh, that's cool. Or like themed abilities, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah, like Brightwing has a monkey skin, so she talks like a monkey. <laughs> and it's even crazier than what it was before. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like any, I like go to the hero interactions on YouTube and just listen to like what they're saying to each other. Cause some of it's pretty funny and good stuff. Yeah. Um, and like the lore is built in, so like characters like Illidan and Tyranda who have like a past together, like they bring up stuff like that. It's cool to hear all of that for the the lore nerds nice. out there. Tito in the chat said uh, he loves Illidan. Yeah, mm-hmm. Illidan's a very I, popular character. Illidan's too. the one that you hate having on the other team, right? Yep. There's okay. a good Illidan. That's what I can't. That's what. I'm trying to remember all these names, and that that was one of the ones I always hated yeah. playing against. He comes in and beats the living shit out of you. If, yep. I, if I'm doing Hero League and I see the other team picked Illidan, I always pick Brightwing because Brightwing can turn you into an animal, mm-hmm. and that pretty much stops Illidan in his tracks right away. Oh, good to know. Yeah. See, that's the part I don't know yet, is who, who to pick to counteract yeah. who the one, other team one has. One specific character, annoying right. character. Like, I know how team. to play the character, the heroes that I know, but I don't know who to pick in certain situations. Yeah. To, to negate someone's abil- yeah. other, someone else's ability. I guess that's, like, my next step, step to yeah. get better. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhaegar is my favorite healer. He's in Warcraft. If I pick a healer, that's who I always pick. Um, I'm trying to think who else I use a lot from Warcraft. I don't. Sylvanas. Yeah, Sylvanas is really good. Don't, I like her because she sieges. Don't leave her in a lane alone. No. Nope. If you're playing, because then next thing you know, she'll be at your core. Because she si- she silences towers so they don't shoot at her. Mm-hmm. And she just picks Takes them apart. Them and you won't kill her one on one either. No. So, uh, Jane has a glass cannon. She has probably one of the, besides Murky, the least hit points in the game, but boy. Jane is a big pussy. Boy, does she deal a lot of damage, though. Yeah. Didn't like playing as Jaina. She was too squishy. She's you need to be very good with positioning with yeah. her. She's like the position character. Yeah. Um. Does Falstad in there? Yep, Falstad. Falstad's pretty fun because he can fly across the map. Uh, that's instead of having a mount because he's on an eagle or some sort of a bird, griffin or a something. Griffin. Um, instead of having a mount to to use, he can just fly to any spot across the map. Yeah, I always hated trying to chase him down. Yeah, he's a bastard. In a team fight, he always got get away. away. He does a lot of damage, too. <coughs> he's, an un- he's another underrated assassin, mm-hmm. I feel like. Uh, you want to move on to maps? Yeah, let's go on to maps. Uh, so, yeah, I went over Tomb of the Spider Queen. That's possibly my favorite map. It's one of mine, too. I'm terrible at it, but it's really cool. I think I have a good win rate on that one. Um, I'm over 50% on all of them except Garden of Terror. Ugh, that map. I actually don't mind it as much as I used to, but, uh, yeah, I like, uh, Tomb of the Spider Queen is a lot of fun. I like the objective in it. Um, calling down the spiders to come help you is a blast, and, you know, trying to clear out the lane to let them drop as far into the enemy territory as you can is always a fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the way it looks. Yeah, it's got a nice color scheme. Yep. It's purple. Very, yeah, purple's a nice color to me. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Um, not much else to say about it. Yeah, no, we talked about it a little bit before you Is that turned. a Diablo map? Uh, no. All the maps right now are not based off any game. Oh, they're not? No. Diablo, oh. the Diablo map's the first one. Oh, nice. It's based in its own, the Nexus is basically what it you is. You should do a Polydol, ca- oh, that's not request. Polydol Caverns. <laughs> they should still do it. Yep. Just rip it off. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Uh, Sky Temple. Sky Temple's fun. Yeah, it's my highest win rate. Was it? Yeah. So the objective on that one is the top, middle, and bottom of the map, there's a a temple. It's a circular temple, um, and you periodically throughout the match, um, a timer goes off, and your team has to go stand on the circle 
and it'll shoot lasers at the enemy base to try and take it apart. Um, but different ones Activate. spring up at different times throughout the match, so it creates a, a good team fight, you know, pretty frequently. Yeah, yeah, because if there's only one, all ten people are going to be at that temple. Yeah, like the second pop is the bottom one. I've learned that. Yeah, me- <laughs> I know the first, the first pop and the second pop. It's, After that, yeah. I'm lost. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I forgot which one it was. Yeah, uh, this map is very yellow. So if you don't like a yellow palette, yeah. color palette, you're not gonna it's like. It's kind of like map. an Egyptian feel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. It's like act, act two of Diablo yeah. three. What else? Uh, Garden of Terror. Garden of Terror is cool. I lo- actually this one grew on me. Uh, this is one of the ones that we were talking about where you can actually take over a more powerful being, the the terror itself. Um, so what you do. Uh, there's a countdown again, and when the countdown is over, uh, little seedlings pop up, and then an actual garden terror that you have to kill pops up, and they all drop seeds, and after you collect a 100 of them, back at your home base, your own garden of terror will will pop, and you have to go take control of it. Um, What I've learned, the best thing to do, especially if the other team is just coming for you, is to go drop the the plant at the enemy's uh, first base, the first wall there, so that it, like, constricts and tries to like pull it apart yeah run to the, to another lane and do it at all the different lanes that's what i do too yeah so it just like breaks them each down and usually you can get through one of them and take the other two down about halfway mm-hmm. it's it's i think it's the best strategy that i've found yeah i do that i do that a lot too but yeah i, I don't know that's that's a pretty interesting one the only reason why the maps i say i don't like i don't like them is because i lose a lot on them i do yeah. like all of the maps a lot the only one i don't like is pirates bay yeah but yeah, this is a very fun map. I it's as like we had talked about, you control like this beast, and it's just cool to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, does, it breaks the gameplay up a little bit too. Yeah. So um, next one's Haunted Mines, which that, is my second best map. That's my favorite one. Is it? Yeah, yeah, this one is basically this is a two lane map, so there's not that much lanes in it. But what happens is the mines open up. And it's this separate part of the map that you go, like... It's like a mini-map. Yeah, yeah it's underground. Like a, it's an underground area that's a mini... Like, another part of the map, and you're fighting in these mines, uh, and you're killing these, like, like dead... I don't know, undead beast things. Yeah, I don't know how to describe them. Yeah. Little skull monsters Yeah, little undead skull monsters, and they drop skulls. And there's a hundred in this area, and there's, like, I think, like, eight groups of small ones, and then there's this big one. And then once, like, whoever gets the most skulls gets a more powerful uh, golem, and they both attack each other. Yeah. So, like, the breakdown could be 70-30, and you could have a more powerful one, or you can have a weaker one, and, like, everybody has to strategize how they're going to, like, break down the team to go fight off, like, the one that's attacking or siege with the one that's, like, on your team. Right. So it adds that, like, layer to it, which is pretty cool. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's a fun map. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, if you get uh, a... Gollum, that's more overpowered, or you have to fight one. Man, are they a bastard to take down? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they just like you're doing everything you can to take it down. It's just ripping through your base, and you're like like having three tanks (laughs) in a team fight. (laughs) Yeah, right. Ugh. As it's doing like the little root things that you get caught on every time. (laughs) Same here. Uh, The next one is another one of my favorites. Is uh, Cursed Hollow. Yeah, I actually really like Cursed Hollow. It's probably my second favorite one. Um. I don't know. I don't really know why. It's just fun going to the uh, the tribute to the tribute whenever it comes up. If you collect three tributes, what it does is it makes all of the enemy minions have one hit point, and which helps you level quickly and just take them out. Mm-hmm. And then also the the towers and cannon towers uh, and keeps don't attack you. 
So, I mean, you can just hammer on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also fun because, again, a big team fight always happens at the tribute. when the tribute pops up, and it just is a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Corey, one of Corey's favorite uh, Nazebo moves is on that map too, right, Corey? Oh, Which map? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one for that map. Cursed Hollow. Which one's that? I don't even remember. Where you collect the tributes? Oh yeah. Yeah, because you can use the wall to block people off or protect whoever's picking it up. Yep. Yeah. It's very handy in that one. That's the other thing that I don't know too well yet is uh, what characters to use on which map. Yeah. That's in-depth stuff. The only one that definitely has one is Gazlo. It's like a situational map pick. I like Gazlo. Yeah. Gaz- fun. Gazlo's good on Sky Temple especially. Oh, okay. So. Cool. Well, I don't like to use Nazebo on the uh, the mines. Because with the build that I use, I need to get a lot of minion kills, and you just don't get that. Two lanes. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so, there is situations, for sure. Uh, the next one is the most basic of all of them. It's Dragon Trier. I I really love that one. That's pro- that's in my top three. Because it's cool because there's two different uh, shrines on the top and the bottom, and you have to have both of them captured. And then there's one in the middle that like you have to go collect and you take over this big dragon. One of my favorite things to do on this map, um, and, and I kind of learned this from watching pro players, is you definitely need to make sure that your team takes one of the bases or one of the tr- shrines, whatever. Yeah. Um. And hold it, and basically just wait for the other team to get frustrated and make a mistake. Yeah. Um, don't. I don't like when the team splits up to go get the two immediately, because it just it just never works out. I don't. The feel other like. players have to be pretty bad for it to work out. Yeah, they do. So it's best if you just stick together, take one of the shrines, and wait for the other team to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that takes a while. When we played the other day, was that the match? The map that we had the forty minute match on. <laughs> yeah, it was because yeah. that happened. Nobody could get the second shrine, and we were going for like how long? I think we had like 50, twenty minutes in between, like getting like the dragon. I think we got to level ten before anybody even got the a dragon, dragon. Yeah, which is crazy. If you haven't played, you wouldn't understand that. But that's that's a long time. A forty minute match is a long match in Heroes of the Storm. That's yeah. like your like two hour match in Dota. Early. Yeah. So that that one has a lot of strategy involved with you know how to get the dragon and you have to strategize like kind of time it right if you know that you're going to capture both shrines making the dragon available to you you have to make sure somebody's like either there or on their way to the dragon before the other team comes and stops you and it's there's a lot of good strategy involved with that and how you use the dragon is important too right because he's he's a little squishier than like the the, the garden, garden terror. terror yeah. Or the uh, the golem can be. Yeah. So it's best if you have the team with you to try and take people out because if you go into the enemy base with the dragon by yourself, you're not going to last very long. Yeah. So. Um. He but de- he deals more damage the later the game though. He does. Which yeah. Is a nice like little boost to make him not as right. useless. He's the one that punts people too, right? Yep. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. It's fun, and he does fire breath. So, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, last but not least, Blackheart's Bay. I hate Blackheart Space so much, and I hate when it comes up, and I wish I could back out every time. I hate how there's no structure to the middle of the map, and I, I just prefer the the maps where it's three lanes or two lanes, whatever, but there's a clear structure to it, and yeah. like you know 
where the minions are you're supposed to go because i just lose track it's uh, that one's all twisted and stuff the bottom lane is like okay yeah but like all the stuff up top is like kind of twisted and there's, there's one watchtower up there yeah it's weird and like I, I don't know i just don't feel like it has any flow to it i never know what i should go do yeah. i never know where i should be where the other maps I feel like i usually have a pretty good idea of what i should be doing unless we're getting our ass is absolutely kicked right like i feel like i know kind of where i should be or what i should be doing but black hearts but i never know what yeah. i'm doing i hate that so much yeah because you don't know if you should be in the lane soaking or in the like trying to get the doubloons because you can't do both effectively yeah. it's it's a bastard it's weird it's a tough map but I, that's uh that's all the maps though okay uh there's the diablo one coming so yeah but other than that, do you have anything else? I don't think so. I mean, there there are there's ranked play and stuff like yeah. that. Um, we haven't done too too much of that. I haven't. I'm 46 rank. Like that's you have bad. to get to player rank 40 be- or 30 before you can do Hero League, right? Yes. So you have to rank your account up to level 30 before you can get into ranked play, and then and if you t- get yeah. to level 40 player account, you can do Team League, which uh, you have a set like five man roster. Which we need to do. We do need to do that. But uh, we haven't done, you know, experienced too much with that yet. Right. Yeah. Corey, do you have any thoughts you want to you wanna chime in with? And then I've got a couple more questions to ask. Yeah. I don't really, I don't think so. I don't have anything to add. Okay. Uh, one of the things that you should probably address is, uh, one, and one of the complaints about it is the snowballing. You guys want to talk about that a little bit? This isn't snowballing. The game, the, like... Uh, when people say it's very snowbally, it surprises me because this is like one game that I always feel like I can come back in. Yeah. And I don't know why people feel like it's really snowbally. Right. I just don't get it. I, I agree. Know. I don't I don't think it is either. Uh there's been plenty of times and honestly I feel like I don't ever I mean you can tell when you're not gonna come back, but there's plenty of times where I honestly feel like the longer the match goes, the more of a chance you have to come back, and it always seems to come back around even level-wise. Yeah. Which, if it comes back around level-wise, you at least have a, a puncher's chance of, chance of winning win. a team fight yeah. and then Which going can change in. Which the change the, the pace of the game. Exactly. We had something like that happen in that 40-minute match that we played. I don't remember exactly what it was, but um, we had like one of those turning points where mm. you know we won a team fight, and it, it just changed everything. Yeah. yeah. Because um, it was really evenly matched, but it, even games where you're falling behind three, four levels early on, there's I feel like there's usually a chance for you to come back. Yeah, you just gotta yeah. play it right. Really, yeah. that's even it. even me who has by far the least amount of experience with it. I've been in matches where we had no business winning, but yeah. somehow like we got together as a team and ended up like pulling a match out. Like I remember one specific one. We were ju- we lost probably every single team fight. Um, I don't know how we were. I think we were like maybe three or four levels behind. This was on Haunted Minds, I remember it. And, and all of a sudden, one of the guys, it was the one guy on the team who we didn't know that we were playing with, and he's like, let's just push the core right now. Uh, why not? Because they went what? in the mines, right? I think they went in the mines yeah. for something. He's like, yep. let's push the core, and we won. Like, we, yep. pu- we we had enough time to push the core and destroy the core while the, the other team was farting around, even and, though yeah. they wiped the floor with us the entire game. If they're not paying attention, that yep. can definitely happen. That's yep. one of the things about that map. And I've had uh, experiences like that, too. My friend Alex, he plays Diablo a lot, and Diablo has a, an ability where if you have collected enough souls through minion kills, um, you do a quick respawn after you die. Mm-hmm. So 
we were probably going to lose, and he's like, they're going to push the core here. I'm going to respawn and just go sneak to their core and try and take it out. Because it was down far enough where he had a fighting chance, and he did it, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it's awesome when you pull it off. And if he hadn't done it, we would have lost. Yeah. So, I mean, stuff like that happens. It might not happen all the time, but it's definitely a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I get so frustrated when people say, good game. Because that's what you say at the end of the game, good game. Yeah, after it's over. When people say it at the beginning of the game, in the first five minutes, I'm like, all right, man. Really? Like. It's been five minutes. Yeah. yeah. And the, honestly, anything can happen in the game. So, like, don't don't just yeah. quit. You have one more question? No, that that was it. I, I, I thought that was something we should address because that is a common complaint for from uh, MOBA vets about, about Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I, don't, I don't find that I a don't valid. Buy it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't either. I mean, I have very little experience with Dota, so I don't know. But I always, I, there was only like maybe three or four matches that I played out of the like 30 that I played that I really didn't feel like we had a chance of coming back and winning. But that's, yeah. prob- that's probably the case any, anywhere, you know? Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's pretty normal. So... Um, we should say that there are a lot of, there's, as in the other MOBAs, the, there's some, there's saltiness. Yeah. <laughs> People are rude. I got, I got in before the, I play, I played my time before the saltiness really started. I, I don't I only think had, it's avoidable, honestly. I only had one or two people that were, they were, that were dicks. They weren't, um. They weren't complete ass wipes. They were just kind of kind of dicks. The reason I say it's unavoidable in games like that is because I, I can see why they get so mad. Right. Because I get that mad too, and I just try to control it and not freak out on people who haven't played before. Well, and I, I've learned that from Corey. You're 30 and not 13. I, yeah, but still, Dan, knowing myself, <laughs> my initial reaction would be, hey, would you fucking play better? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I try to to watch Corey and how he approaches it, and I try to do what he does and right. be more friendly and offer help. And if somebody else is being a dick, just be like, hey, you know, you're not being very nice. Why don't you offer him help instead yeah. of being mean to him? So I learned that from Corey, and I, it's helped me to yeah. keep calm while I play too. Um, but that's why it's unavoidable. Is I can definitely see where it would be frustrating, like if you've played a lot right. and you have somebody who's never played before. But at the same time, like you have to realize, if you're playing in a quick match, that can happen. Yeah, you're gonna run into people. Go, who have go never play played. ranked if you want to be that serious about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Okay. Chill out, everybody. Yeah. I think that's probably it, right? I think we gave it the long. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's an easy recommend if you if you've never played a mobile before. It's an easy one to get into. You should you should try it. It probably it's free. It's free exactly. It doesn't oh, have. Yeah, that's one of the draws too. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's it's free to free to you know you can spend money on it if you want, but you can also play it play it for free. Uh, it pro- probably spec wise, it doesn't require that powerful of a PC. So it runs better um, on lower range computers than higher. Does it? Yep. Okay, that's one of those, huh? Yeah, it's one Pro- of those poorly games. optimized games. Yep. Uh, that's I I enjoy I really enjoyed my time with it. Uh, I probably won't ever play it again. I can't see myself playing it again. But I, I did, love I, having it I, there. I, I did have fun with it when I did play it. I've um, spent a lot of money on it too. Have you? Mm, I yeah. have. I'm just you know character buying characters, buying skins. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've bought a mount yet. Okay. But I'm sure time will. Co- oh, I want. I do want to buy a mount. Yeah. Same here. I should mention that it follows the <laughs> League of Legends pricing uh, or free to play model, and not Dota. So if you're from Dota. And you go in and you want to play all the heroes that are unlocked. You're not going to do that. There's a free week. A rotation yeah. each week. So don't just hate the game because not everything is free right away. One of my favorite things each week is seeing who's on sale that week. Mm-hmm. I love it. Nice. Yeah. Corey, final thoughts? Final thoughts. Uh, I was thinking about it today. 
I think the best way to approach this game for me is like uh, any other sports game, like an NHL or something like that. Just something to do here and there. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. yeah not take it too serious. Yeah, have a couple beers, sit down, play a few rounds of Heroes of the Storm, and right. call it an evening, you know? Yeah, I think that's... I mean, you can definitely play it very seriously. Lot, yeah. You know, oh, but, yeah. But you can definitely do what Corey said, play, play some quick matches here and there with your buddies. Uh, I would say, if you can at all help it, try and play with friends. Yeah, it's more fun. As many friends as you can. If you yeah. can get a five-man team together, it's, it's it's not only is it more fun, but you avoid anybody being a prick. Yeah. Cause Unless you, you hang out with pricks. You can't talk to the <laughs> other team, so. Right. Um. So, yeah, that would be a recommendation, too. Yeah. Okay. Any other thoughts on Heroes of the Storm before no, we No, but I did want to say, Will and I had a playing marathon the other day in preparation for this. We played for nice. six and a half straight hours. Wow. Um, and we only lost three matches. Wow. Yeah, we won one on every map that night. That night, nice. Pounded. That was probably the and best. And using a new character. Yeah, that's yeah, good. that's good. We were both using Johanna, so that was good stuff. That see, that's when the game's fun, right? <laughs> but like, it just came out to everybody, so there were a lot of noobs on, and you can clearly tell who didn't know what they were doing. There was it. only like two games that we won that I was like, oh, that's pretty even. The forty-minute match was was an epic. <laughs> yeah. Epic match, great win. I sweated through that whole one, nice. but we should we should put yeah. a bow on it. Yep. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and be back with Nibble Bits and our weeks right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode two hundred two of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We just got done covering Heroes of the Storm. Uh, we were talking about during the break. Probably the last time we'll <laughs> talk for at, at length about it. I should yeah. Say. Uh, to spare it'll, everyone, it'll probably come up again. At Sorry, some point, everybody. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Will, you want to get started with Noble Bits? Sure. This is one that I tweeted last week, but I wasn't on. Halo ODST campaign is out for the people who actually still have the Master Chief collection. Um, Halo ODST is one that I thought was underrated. I really liked it. It was cool to play as the ODST, and like how the campaign was set up was always pretty cool, and the going through memories and stuff like that. I have my code if anybody needs it. Yeah, just let Eric know, because Eric doesn't have it anymore. Yeah, right? you have to have the disc the master chief collection to play it so if you if anybody wants my code i have it mm-hmm. free halo odst nice. it um, is only five bucks to buy though oh really yeah that's not bad at all they must they must not put a lot of effort into it did well it, did i it, think what, it's a good goodwill from them yeah did, did it come out okay like was there any issues i haven't heard anything so that's probably a good sign that is a good sign yeah i'm sure they would have covered it if it was bad when yeah. it came out mm-hmm. will when did you tweet that because i tweeted it this week Last week. Oh, yeah, you did. Okay. Beat him to the punch. I beat you by a whole week. <laughs> More than a week. You it, tweeted it on the 26th? That sounds right. Really? Wow. Yeah, it that, was before last week's episode. That's probably why I didn't see it. <laughs> oh, wait, well, it wasn't here. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That's why. Okay. Uh, mm. Moving on. This was later got confirmed, but uh, the mobile U.S. version of the PlayStation Store... Uh, put out a promotional image of the Uncharted Nathan Drake collection uh, and the Neil Druckerman, who is the creative director of the series tweeted well that hit a few hours too early see you in the AM good night y'all <laughs> so this later got confirmed to be coming out October 9th it's all the Uncharted games in 1080p 60 frames nice. um, I have not played the Uncharted series so I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to getting it now and playing Me it too. So I hope I like it. You know, I had uh, I saw a couple things today that people posted about uh, two things that made me a little angry that that Sony copied Microsoft 
because of the Master Chief collection. Now they're putting out the Nathan Drake collection. I don't uh, buy that. My response to that is, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like, whatever. What did it you want them to call it, it? It only makes sense. There's a lot of people that are not first-time PlayStation owners. Which was my second argument. Okay. I was an Xbox gamer previously. Yeah. This is I, I did have a PS3, but I got it late. Late, yeah. You know, I played a little of Uncharted 1, but then the new stuff came out, so whatever. Yeah. But now I can play all of them, and they're updated and all that stuff, so I, I'm excited about that. Yeah, there's no you reason know? for them not to do stuff, something like that. And that was the other thing. They were complaining about all the remasters. And I said... I understand your point, yeah. usually, but not with Uncharted. Right. A, because of my argument with me being an Xbox gamer previously. B, because they're working on the next fucking Uncharted and it's almost done. Yeah. What What are we complaining about? Like, yeah. They're putting a new one out soon. If you don't so. like it, just don't buy it. Yes. <laughs> just shut the fuck up. Yeah. What's with gamers? Uh, that's what I said. It's exactly what I said. That everybody's got a bitch. Well, this is a good transition to my next one. <laughs> the Fallout 4 trailer came out. Uh, and people complained about the graphics of the game. I'm like, <laughs> okay, God forbid that I put actual gameplay into the thing. So when yeah. it comes out later, everybody's like, what the heck? It doesn't look that good in the trailer. Like, shut up. It's Fallout 4. Like, everybody just be excited. Yeah. They could they could release that game in 8-bit graphics, and I'd still be excited for it. Yeah. Oh, my God. When I watched the trailer, I was I watched it like four times. I bought the GOG version. that was, Or not the GOG version. The Green Man Gaming that was like 47 then I pre-ordered it for PS4. I'm going to own it for both. Wow. I'm really, 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 really excited for this game. Probably coming out in the fall. God, I hope it's better than the last one, huh? <laughs> and people thought, like, the rumors are that the release date's either late October or November. I, I read November. That's I, what I've I just don't reading. want it to be buggy. That's it. If it you know, yeah. It, as long as it, like, New Vegas is still almost Good unplayable. Good luck with that, Dan. Uh, well, this I is see. one of those series that Sky- Skyrim wasn't that buggy. Though. You don't, you just don't get. No, 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 no. It's not that. I just, I like to pick on us about just it. throw in a comment. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm gonna buy it. Right. <laughs> the trailer looks fucking awesome. I hope you like it. I hope I like it too. Well, I, I said it'll, hopefully you'll be like The Witcher. Yeah, I didn't like The Witcher too. I th- well, I think you're. And we just lost my laptop. Oh, I bet you it's unplugged. I bet you that's why it was making that noise. Bye, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it probably overheated. Is that bad? In terms of recording? No. Yeah, we're still oh, well, then I'm, then yeah, I'm going to keep recording going. on this. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I'm hoping it's like The Witcher for me where I didn't expect anything out of it, I guess, other than to just try it and hope I liked it. And it yeah. turned out I really liked it. So I'm, I'm hoping that it's going to be the same effect as that mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, like watching through the trailer, I'll notice a few things. Like the it sucks Corey's not here because he would be able to talk about it because he's a big Fallout guy. But the color palette for it looked a lot brighter. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't like green gray like Fallout Three. Yeah, Fallout Three and New Vegas was a little better at this, which was one of my complaints about Fallout Three. If you remember, I didn't like how drab it was. Yeah, it was really like gray. It was brown. It was ugly, and I realized that it had to be ugly, but. I wanted a little bit more color yeah. <laughs> deviation, but this one has a lot of it. It I does, and a dog, and which the Call of Duty dog survived <laughs> Ghost <laughs> to make its appearance in Fallout Four. But like Fenway Park's in it too, which is cool. They they they, they named it Diamond City. Diamond City, yeah. yeah. Like so, yeah. No, it look it looks really cool. It's a great trailer too. And uh, I'm really hoping that that during their press conference at E3, they announced that it's coming out this year. That's what everybody seems to think. See, I, you remember me and you were talking about this? Like, I think everybody was setting themselves up to be really disappointed because I didn't think it was going to come out this year. But the more that I, like, read into it, the more I think it actually is coming out this year. Maybe I'm just, bi- like, biting into the hype train here, but I don't know. 
Right. Also, the people on Reddit, I hated the people who like, oh, I went into the data mining of the website with the countdown, and I saw the link for Fallout4.com, and blah, 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 it's coming out on PS4, or Xbox 360, blah, 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 blah. And it's, it's not. You spoiled that for me, first of all, and second of all, it's not even coming out for the old consoles. Right. So, but, uh... Yeah, that's a game I'm probably most looking forward to right now. It's Fallout 4. I can see that. Yeah, it looks it looks really good. Yeah. Really good. There were rumors that somebody who got fired at Bethesda said that leaked information on it. Apparently, you can only be a male character for the main story, so... Yeah, I'm I, sure Polygon will have yeah, something to say. I was just going to say, people are going to be really upset. Yeah, there's, the case. there's some people already complaining about that. But what... what the what I gathered from that was they were going for more of a Mass Effect mm-hmm. type of thing, like like full full voice acting and stuff. Uh, but the, like, I think it was Kotaku had debunked some of those rumors because the person, oh, did they? yeah, the person that that came up with the the rumor thing that like they weren't able to verify that the person had ever worked at Bethesda. Yeah, and there was there was a posting on like LinkedIn or something like that that said that they were looking. For Fallout Four, for a male and female voice actor, so it might oh, be okay. it might be the type of situation where it's like Mass Effect, and you can play a female Shepard or you know a female character or a male character. Yeah, and they're both the, fully voice acted. See, so. I just hope like that that it, only having like a male character because that would be the thing that would hold it back from people loving it, and I don't want that to be the case. I hope it doesn't because it hold people back. That's bullshit. Because you know, like people places like Polygon will be like, "Well, it's, it's sexist. I'm going to give it a six. And it could right. be an amazing game, and I just don't want that. I didn't even think the graphics looked bad. They didn't look bad at all. They were fine. People were just complaining because they just like to complain. Oh, this looks like it was on the 360. <laughs> I didn't think it think it did. No. It looked great. Then don't buy it. Yeah. Shut no. up. Um, yeah, I think uh, the the E3 conference should be pretty sweet because I mean, if they had that much to show already, yeah. They'll probably have a pretty good lengthy gameplay especially, demo. Especially if it's almost done at this point. Right. Like, they should have some stuff to show off. Seems yeah. like it is. I mean, I don't think they'd be having a conference if they didn't have something pretty substantial. And if they're not Ubisoft. Right. <laughs> Ubisoft tends to show their stuff two years, two and a half yeah, years early. and know. So. Yeah. Right. I'm, I uh, mean. I'm the- going to try to reconnect to Corey now. I think it was E3 when Fall- the year Fallout 3 came out. They announced. Oh. oh. We're ringing Corey. <laughs> there he is. He's, Cor- he's back. Corey? Hey, guys. Corey, do you have anything to add about Fallout 4? Uh, I don't know what you guys talked about, so... Just give your thoughts. Yeah. We can just move on. Oh, I'm excited for it. Uh, you- I don't... Like I was saying, I don't really care about the graphics. It's Fallout 4. Who cares? Do you, right. Do you think it's going to come out this year? I think it will. Okay. I think that's going to be the big E3 reveal. They have a whole press conference. I mean, they're going to show what? off Brink too. <laughs> what else are they going to talk about? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, a good point. Corey. A could be if they spend a ton of time on Fallout Four, and then like at the end, there's a little teaser for like Elder Scrolls Six. <laughs> that would be crazy. No, fuck that. That would because awesome. it would be years. Yeah. I'm that's sick fine. of that shit. Then they would, be, they, would, they would be Ubisoft. No, they'll spend all that time on it and say it's due out in the fall of 2017. That's yeah, <laughs> Fallout Four, twenty seventeen. I would be disappointed then. Mm. That's the only way I would be disappointed. <laughs> but no, I'll be that. pissed if they do that. I don't think they'll do that. No, Not I either. think it's coming out this year. The year that I was saying before we got you back, the year that Fallout Three came out, they announced it and then said it was coming out in October or whatever. So yeah, there, yeah. There's another 
tweet or nibble bit that we're going to cover. I want to make a point that I talked to you guys about, but I'll make it remind me to make my point after the, right. the, the game. XCOM tweet. Yep. So teaser. <laughs> Go ahead, Will. That's all I had. Okay, Eric, what do you got? Well, since you mentioned it, Dan. Okay. Um, XCOM Two has been announced. Yeah. For later this year, October. What? Uh, yeah, fall. I fall, think. fall game. It's starting to load up that fall all yeah. of a sudden, isn't it? And the point I wanted to make was, I'm uh, Fallout Four. The, the the it's been talked about for years now, but it's more like everyone knew it was going to come out at some point. But like to have it be made official. That you know, it's probably coming out this year. Uh, and, and XCOM, no one knew anything about XCOM two at all. I I figured they would be making another one, mm-hmm. uh, but that's co- definitely coming out this fall. Like that's good. Like I think six months is is the perfect window uh, for people to get excited about yeah. a game and to have it come out. You know, while you're still excited about it. Absolutely. You know, I like that. I don't like the Ubisoft show something two years in advance. The division and have it come out and, and be delayed. Right. Like. You know, Watch Dogs was probably over two years before it came out. Maybe two years exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're right. The Division is another one. So, Yeah, so XCOM 2 is going to follow up XCOM Enemy Unknown, mm-hmm. which we're all big fans of. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, turn-based strategy. Uh, really looking forward to that one. That's a definite buy. Yeah, they talked about it, and it's going to be uh, Earth has been taken over by aliens and you lead like resistance fighters and it's pc exclusive pc exclusive i can imagine maybe it'll probably come to consoles at some point it works so well on consoles with the other one although maybe if they said pc exclusive it is pc exclusive Uh, it may be timed well they they were saying that uh making it pc exclusive opens up a lot more in terms of development opportunities Mm. because they don't have to worry about how it controls with controllers but i think you're right dan i think if it comes out and sells like gangbusters they'll have a port yeah a port eventually. Yeah. So right. that's that's really exciting news there. Yeah. Um, that was great. Let's see. What else I got here? Uh, Steam is now offering refunds for your games. Um, starting Fo- as of a couple days ago. Yeah. You will be able to get a full refund on any game for any reason. Yeah. As long as it's been less than 14 days since purchase and you have played less than two hours. Yep. So if it doesn't run well on your computer. Or you hate it. Or you hate it. You can get a refund. That's not bad. No. I like that policy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a good policy. I don't like that, you know, if it doesn't run. Well, I guess there's... If you're one of those people that tries to run, like, a brand new game on a really shitty old computer then it's and your it doesn't fault. run, then, then it should be your fault. But really, the, it's hard to determine that, I think. The, uh, you have to take responsibility. you got to take a little bit of responsibility. Yeah, exactly. So. You'd be surprised the amount of, like, because, you know, if I have a game that doesn't work very well, like, I'll go on a forum, like, uh, Tinkering with the Witcher, and you'll get some guy that's trying to run it in 800 by 600 resolution on, like, a 10-year-old computer, just trying everything he can to get it to run on that. I'm like, really? <laughs> I remember being that guy. you trying to get stuff to run on your laptop? Yeah, but yeah. You, you were self-aware about it. Yeah. Most people probably aren't. Yeah. Oh, I, I went into the system files for the Old Republic to change stuff and lower it uh, to run on my laptop before, <laughs> sure. before I got a desktop. <laughs> yeah, we all had crappy computers yeah. that time yeah. to try to play that game. I oh, was running it on my laptop. It probably ran at like 10 frames per second oh, on my laptop. How did we do it? I don't know. There's no way I could play it now. We really wanted to, we want Yeah, we wanted to play the Old Republic. <laughs> Desperation is right. That's absolutely right. Need. Okay. Uh, moving on, Planet Side Two finally has a release date on PS4. 
Sweet. Uh, June 23rd. I've lost all interest in playing this game. Yeah. It's too bad. Yeah. It is too bad because uh, it had a lot of potential. I think there was, there, there'll be some people that play it, but oh, if yeah. it had come out early, I think it would have had a, a lot larger of a player base. Yeah. I would have played it. Absolutely. It's uh, open world, like constant environment, taking over bases and controlling it with yeah. your team. It's an MMO FPS. Yeah. A very well done one, too. Yeah, it, it, I loved the first one yeah. when I played it. Yep. So, I think it's, it's free to play, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you at least give it a try. Mm-hmm. And my last one Hearthstone is adding new heroes to the game for $10 a piece. Um, but th- it's not exactly getting a new hero, it's kind of just like a makeover or skin. Um, so, 10 bucks gets you an animated hero, a new card back, new emotes, and new uh, play area themes. So it's cool. just more of a cosmetic thing mm-hmm. than anything else. Corey, you excited about any of that at all? No, nah, I don't. I don't care about that stuff. All right. First one to be released is Magna Bronzebeard uh, for the Warrior class. Huh. So I'm that guess- means nothing to me. I'm I'm guessing skins did well in Heroes for them to do this. Oh yeah, the schmucks like me. Yeah, we're part oh, of the yeah. problem. We are. We're definitely part of the problem. Yeah, but it means less in Hearthstone, I think, than it do- than it would in Heroes. Yeah, it's, I agree with it's that. Status. That's all it is. It's you know, yeah. I'm hey. so into this game. It's like buying a nice car. Listen to him. Listen, you're putting you're us down, Corey. Yeah, nice cars huh? aren't necessarily status. What symbols. if I just like to look at it when I'm playing, though? I mean, yeah. I guess. I guess what I'm trying to say is, if you have the the clink, the reason you do it is a uh, little change of scenery and to say, like, I don't know. It's it's sort of showy. I don't have the cash for it, but I do it. Yeah. See, I don't, so I will not spend the ten dollars no, to I, I have shouldn't. a different skin. But I'll be damned if I don't see that sale and just buy it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on to somebody else. Yeah. Uh, I'll go next. There are rumors f- floating around last week, broken by Japanese business magazine Nikkei, that Nintendo's new console would use Android as a basis for the console's operating system, similar to the way the Oya used it. Uh, Nintendo has since debunked the rumor, however, it, not be the, it would not be the first time Nikkei has was debunked by Nintendo only to have ended up being correct in the first place. So uh, a lot of people had speculated that that was a way of opening up the new Nintendo NX to more types of development from easier development for, for a third party, third party title. So um, like I said, they said no, but who knows what that's going to end up being. We'll mm. see. What do you think of that? Yeah, game? I was going to say, what? how do you feel about that? I don't care. Whatever. Um, I, I'm it's, that's just going to be their their operating system. Like like the Xbox is is a modified version of Windows. It's yeah, like it doesn't that. mean much. It's not really it's not going to mean anything other than maybe easier third party third party development. Like if you can develop games and apps for Android, you should be able to develop games for Nintendo now. Okay. So oh, okay. It's not going to make make a difference on like Mario and Zelda and all that stuff. It, yeah, people see Android and they think, oh boy, it's just yeah. going to be a cell phone game. It's going right, to be exactly. Ouya. Right. But that that's not what that means. Right, right, that's right. That's what I thought. That's why I need you guys to <laughs> clear things up. <laughs> yeah. No, that just, it should just mean easier third-party uh, title <laughs> development for it. Okay. So. Uh, Windows 10, coming July 29th, and you can reserve your free copy now by clicking the little Windows icon in the bottom right corner of the taskbar. Uh, it... I did on both my and my, mine and my wife's computer, uh, which are Windows 8 computers. I didn't know if it was available on Windows 7, but it is. So if you want to reserve your copy of Windows 10 now. Where do I go to do that? 
Uh, well, I guess you can't see it on your the taskbar. Yeah, hang on, I'll show you on the laptop. See this little thing right here? We can do it after. It's nobody. You just click on that. Oh. Get, get Windows 10, and you reserve your copy that way. I wonder. Do I have that? You should. Dan, I, I you want you to release a tutorial video of on how what to do that. Explain to Will. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> how to reserve your copy of Windows 10 now? That's a great idea. But it, screw it up really bad. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, I think it, I can't. Oh, is it this one? I can't. I can't find it. It's a great idea. I forgot which which button it was. If I think of it, I'll I'll try and do that. I can't remember if it's right or left click or touch screen. I guess you wouldn't be able to see me I trying to touch my monitor. I don't see any damn things here for me to update upgrade. It'll probably pop up up at some point. Right. That's because you're on Windows three point one, Eric. I got uh, <laughs> seven. Windows seven up in this puppy. Next on the nibble bits, Squeenix will be bringing Final Fantasy Typo HD to Steam at some point. Uh, one of the console titles that I jealously coveted, actually. Uh, but it also is giving people some optimism that Final Fantasy 15 will also come to PC via Steam. Square Enix has said that it will be an enhanced port, giving the user control over gra- graphics options as well as making improvements to the camera and battle system. So, uh, The thing that got people excited about this announcement was that it seems more likely that Final Fantasy 15 will also be ported to PC. So, I'm excited for Final Fantasy 15. Me, Me too. too. I'm, I'm excited for Final Fantasy Type O. It's a game I really wanted to own. I almost bought it, uh, mostly because I had the demo for Final Fantasy 15 right. with it, but uh, just never materialized. It's another long RPG that yeah. you probably <laughs> you'll play a little bit of, and may, maybe you like it, or not, but probably yeah. not. Don't finish need it. it, right? Don't need it. Right. And you got Bloodborne and The Witcher and... Heroes. You'll have Batman in a couple Splatoon. weeks. Batman. I got plenty going on. Yep. To carry you through the summer. Oh, yeah. And well, you my- put the word Final Fantasy in front of every anything and uh, people follow it like crazy. Perk right. right up. That's right. <laughs> and then my last noble bit... In Crusader Kings 2 news, the next expansion coming out called Horse Lords will focus on the Mongol hordes, uh, not only making them playable, but also adding game- gameplay elements suited to ruling a nomadic, conquer-happy empire. Hmm. Uh, first being nomadic rule. Distinct from the tribal governments already in the game, nomads need lots of space and resist the trappings of settlement. Clan politics. Rule a clan within a, d- a nomadic tribe. Split cans- clans that get too large. Fight for dominance and proclaim feuds and blood oaths. Muster hordes. Raise vast armies of horsemen and archers, mobilizing your entire population to ride forth and conquer. Silk Road is going to be added. A large, rich trade trade network that can bring great wealth to whomever controls the cities along the route. But it's especially ripe for pillaging. A larger map. They're adding Central Asian Plains. Uh, and adding territories into the Central Asian Plains. Tributaries, new diplomatic relationship for nomad states, forces, defeated enemies to keep the Khan's coffers filled. And then forts, you can build temporary fortifications to hold a province under your sway for just long enough to you, for you to finish the war. So that's really exciting to me. Uh, it's going to bring you back in, Dan? It's going to bring me back into the rabbit hole of Crusader Kings 2, probably. Yeah. Yeah, because I've I've always been kind of fascinated with the, the Mongols and their their invasions of everywhere so well we all are descended from the great con um well well dan carlin did wrath of the cons uh what five five part series on dan carlin's hardcore history and he said that there's more people that are direct descendants of Genghis khan than like probably any other historical figure ever what a dude yeah (laughs) 
direct yeah. descendants. What a dude. And that was in the, the 1200s, the late 1200s. He's just storming around, spreading his seed. Or it was 11, late 1100s. <laughs> I think it was late 12th century. Late 12th century. Uh, so that's it for my nibble bits. Corey, what do you got? I'll get through these quick. Uh, so Nintendo had a micro Nintendo Direct on Monday. I didn't watch it. Did any of you guys watch it? No. no. I didn't, didn't realize it was going on. The I believe the biggest announcement from that was that Bravely Second End Layer is coming west in 2016, which is a pretty quick turnaround. About a year. The last one come out last year, right? Well, it came out in Japan this year, like in the spring. And last no, one... but the first one came out here last year? Yeah, but I mean it had been out in Japan for a couple of years, I think. Yeah, I believe you're on board, right, Dan? Oh yeah, I'll definitely. Well, it's liked it. it. Me? Are you on board? Of course. Yeah, I'll wait and see, or just borrow it from you guys. Yeah, there works. you go. There, <laughs> now we're thinking. <laughs> now we're thinking with our wallet. <laughs> Speaking of that, GameStop now owns Think Geek. Apparently, Hot Topic had a 122 million dollar deal set with Think Geek to to buy them. But that apparently fell through. Uh, and the quote from the press release I read was that GameStop wanted to leverage Geeknet's, Geeknet, Geeknet, which is Think Geek's parent company. Mm-hmm. That's a tongue twister. Product development expertise to broaden our product offering in the fast-growing collectibles category. Wow. I had a hard time spitting that out. <laughs> sort of makes sense to me. I think this is a, a really good move because... You know, with with digital sales of games and stuff, there's not too many reasons to walk into a GameStop store anymore. I know people still do, but if you just have these cool kind of nerdy, geeky collectibles that are based on video games, I oh, think yeah. it's a, a good way to get people in the store and, and pitch them all your sales and Pe- stuff like people that. People love so. that stuff. Yeah, and I, I think ThinkGeek stuff is pretty cool. I'd have more part. of that stuff if I had any money. Yeah, exactly. It's, the, it's all novelty stuff, yeah. you know? If you've got the money, it's there's some cool stuff to get and play around with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the the Verge article I read pointed out how this would be a good complement to GameStop's plan to sell retro retro consoles and games. Mm-hmm. So not only are you getting all that old gaming stuff, but there's fun, cool novelty items to go along with it. So yeah, GameStop is diversifying. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. And, yep. So a Mega Man animated TV series is apparently in the works. This is according to a Deadline Hollywood report. It's created by Man of Action Entertainment, which I've never seen any of these, but they did Marvel's Avengers Assemble, Ultimate Spider-Man, and Ben 10. And you guys seen any of those shows? Ben 10 is I've sick. I've seen Ultimate Spider-Man. My son actually loves Spider-Man. He's been watching the, the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoons. Is it good? Yeah, it's not bad. Okay. It's it's so, in the process of like introducing all the heroes, you know, like all the different characters. The, we're, I like that. we're where we are now in the in the show. Is it on Netflix or are you watching on TV? Netflix, yep. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah. I'll have to watch it so I can speak his language. Yeah. He lo- he loves Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh so there's 26 episodes they're targeting a 2017 release which happens to coincide with get this Mega Man's 30th anniversary. Holy crap. Wow. Does that make you feel old or what? Yeah. I'm older than him. Me too. Not by much, though. Dang. <laughs> I will I will be turning 30 in 2017. 
You old man. Yeah. That's oh, great. That, that makes me feel old. <laughs> I got to get out of the podcasting game. I got to start my career. Yeah. You're telling me. <laughs> but I like this. I'm pretty much supportive of any kind of media that expands on a video game mm-hmm. universe. So I'll probably check it out, whether it sucks or not. I was a big fan. I know this isn't video game, but I was a big fan of the Thundercats cartoon that the reboot that they tried to do a couple years ago, uh-huh. uh, probably five years ago at, at this point. But no, I think it was after we started the podcast. Yeah, well, or yeah around or around the same it. time. I think I remember talking about it in some of the first episodes you did. we did. Yeah, yeah, you did. So YouTube is planning an entire slate of E3 content. They're going to have their own. E3 hub on YouTube and uh, booth at the show. So Sunday the 14th, they're going to show the Nintendo World Championships, which I'm going to tune in. Yeah, you guys going to tune into that? Are they have what Smash Brothers? I'm not sure if Smash Brothers is part of it. I know uh, what did I see? Mario Kart. Some of the older games, the older games. I oh. think Mario. I can't remember now. Strikers. Sm- Super Mario World. I think is is in there. Like I don't know. Speed runs. That would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, when is that, Corey? Sunday the 14th. At what time? I'm not sure, but uh, I'm assuming it's before the Bethesda press conference because God, I YouTube so. will also do that. <laughs> so, I mean, I know like IGN and GameStop will stream uh, the press conferences through YouTube, and they'll obviously put it up on YouTube, but this is like YouTube doing its own separate thing, which is important. Yeah. Uh, so Monday the 15th, starting at 9 a.m. Pacific, they will start their 12-hour coverage of press conferences, let's plays, celebrity interviews, and this will all be hosted by Jeff Keighley, formerly of Spike oh, TV, and nice. I think he's still at Game Trailers. He does a great job. Everybody knows stuff. Yeah, everybody knows Jeff Keighley. He's a good host. Yeah. Of that kind of stuff. So that's their 12-hour coverage on Monday, and then throughout the week they're going to have hundreds apparently hundreds of hours of live content from their booth at the show. I think this is also a good move cuz as YouTube sort of vies for the streaming market share and uh, competing with Twitch and stuff. This is a good way to sort of bring people into their ecosystem, um, which I sort of missed this until I heard it uh, just this a pa- uh, couple weeks ago, but I just heard it recently that for their streaming, they're going to have 60 frames per second live streaming. Whoa. Doesn't Twitch do that too? Mm, I don't think so. Really? I thought they did. I don't think so. I really don't think so. Okay. So that's big. Yeah, definitely. Unless Twitch already does. I really don't think Twitch does. I could be wrong. I wish our internet connection would handle 60 frames per second streaming. <laughs> that's the thing. I think we, that'd be really hard. We ha- <laughs> we have to st- well, we have to stream at 720p 30 frames per second in order to have a, a decent quality stream. That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Well, our 5 megabytes is our upload speed, so that's about all we can do. We're well, America. You, you guys have one. Me and Corey have five. We're America and <laughs> Not gonna get into not, it. We're, yeah. we're not communist China. No, That's, no, we're not. Uh, Wildstar is going free to play in the fall. This is news to no one. Uh, just a little over. It'll be a little over a year after its release, which was June of 2014. 
And uh, I was reading some of the press releases, and Carbine Studios said that they won't place any restrictions on the game's content. Oh, good. Quote, every zone, every dungeon, every raid, every battleground, they're all available. All players will be able to create characters of every race, class, and path while choosing any trade skills they like. Characters can achieve level 50 and path level 30 just as they can under the current system. They will still have an optional subscription which gives priority for server queues, uh, higher caps in the auction house, I assume your ability to, to sell. sell things at certain prices. Uh, faster progression, experience bonuses is sort of what I garner from that. Uh, and creation of an invitation into guilds. So which kind of, I don't know, that's kind of weird to be a free-to-play person and not be able to invite people to a guild. I guess it doesn't really matter that much, but... Yeah. I don't know. Poor wild uh, and they'll also have, a la Guild Wars 2, a cash shop for cosmetic and convenience items. I keep saying that's the way to go. It really is. Guild Wars had it right years ago. Two years ago, whenever it came out. Yep, they did. Nailed it. Okay. That it, Corey? That's all. That's all right. it. Alright, how's your week, Corey? Good, I wanted to share the fact that we had a record month of downloads yes, for May of 2015. By quite so, a bit. Quite a bit, yeah. We we shattered the, the previous number. Yeah. Uh, and we're also moving up in the Stitcher rank a little bit. Oh, good. I think we're like rank 3,500. Yeah. <laughs> hey, almost cracked that top 3,500 marks. Nice. Well, we've been floating around 5,000 for oh. two years now, so to get up to 3,500 is... Pretty good. Jump yeah. fifteen hundred other podcasts. Can't go wrong with that. But, Eric, stop uh, bashing us. I'm not. I'm You're making s- fun. Sincere. You're making fun of us. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good milestone, though, considering last month we didn't really have. There wasn't any big releases. I mean, we talked. We had one episode about The Witcher. Yeah. Or both that, of them. That was the last remember. one. We're still getting yeah. downloads for The Witcher episode. So. Oh, that's one we probably yeah. still will be getting for a while. Yeah. Yeah, but um, stupid. Game. Yeah, you know, not a uh, middle of the summer. Well, spring. Su- no, it was summer. No, it's not summer yet. No, nope. late spring. Not a lot coming out. Good, good month for us. Yeah, definitely. And we're we're off to a good start this month so far too. Nice. So far, so good. My girlfriend's birthday was Saturday, so pretty much Saturday, Sunday. I did a lot of drinking with her and her friends here and there, and. Monday rolled around, and I was pretty exhausted to get up and go to work, but I got sent home for a rain day. Nice. nice. I woke up, and I was like, I just want to sleep forever. Good timing. But forced myself up, went into work. I was there 30 minutes and got sent home. I lo- love those days. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. And you know when you, you, you say before you get up, like, I just want to go back to sleep, but then when you get home, you're, like, wide awake. Yeah, and oh, yeah. Want to do things, and yeah. I don't know funny how that works it's time you wouldn't have otherwise i think it's called mild depression yeah maybe (laughs) but that was pretty much my week i watched a pretty good documentary on netflix uh called hot girls wanted it's about the amateur porn industry Uh i saw that on there it looked interesting it's really interesting it's uh basically uh catalogs a group of girls who work for this one website um, over the span of like I think it's six months and how optimistic they are when they first go in and how sort of beaten down they are by the end of those months and I can very few of them go ahead. very few of them don't last more than a month 
is this uh, like one of those cam websites? It's a little bit of that. It's more just like it's more like rising, like porn stars before porn stars before they become porn stars, and like what they have to do to get to the point where you know they can choose what they want to do. That sounds interesting. Kinda it does. is really interesting. It's a little disturbing. Well, yeah, I mean that's why it's interesting. Um, but there's one girl on there who really nails it, and she's like, you know, it, yeah, it's degrading, but like nobody's forcing us to be here. Yeah. Um, but I think it is important for like people that are interested in that lifestyle right. to watch the documentary, and so you have an idea of what to expect, what you're getting into before you do it. Gotcha. Cool. Now, That's it. say I wanted to be like a cam guy. <laughs> I was just gonna say something. Man, like that. I think you're in. I don't know. Well, I've been I've been kicking around the idea for a while. Shirtless gamer, g a y m e r dot com. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. I don't know that anyone wants to see me with my shirt off, though. Somebody You'd does. Be surprised. That's true. <laughs> Somebody does. That's a good point, Eric. Good point. Fair enough. Dan, two girls, one cup happened. Uh, yeah, that's true. Okay. You ne- you never know what's gonna get popular on there the internet. Go. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Will? What do you got? Uh, I missed last week. Uh, I was pretty fatigued last week. I was tired. I did a lot of loads and waking up early and stuff like that. So I just wanted a day where I you know went to bed early and I watched the stream for like twenty minutes or whatever. And then I pretty much went to bed. It was like eight o'clock. Yeah. So um, a couple things I wanted to touch on. Uh, I didn't know Hearthstone, you did an arena run, you'd get the goblins and gnomes cards. What the heck? Oh, you listened. Yeah, oh, I, I always go back and listen. I was going to talk to you about that later on in this episode, but you yeah. Asked, you, uh, I didn't realize either that all I was getting was goblins versus gnomes packs. Yeah, because I was getting the same cards, and I was like, I, well, this sucks. Well, you know what the kicker was for me was I won a pack in the arena and got all cards I already had. And yeah. I'm like... There's so many cards I don't have. How am I just getting all cards I already have? And then I realized I was just getting goblins versus gnomes card packs. So so I just stopped doing arena runs and started spending 100 coins on card packs, and I've been getting all brand new cards. I actually got an Archmage Antonitis, which is a really good card for the mage. I've been doing the same thing, and I've gotten some pretty awesome cards, too. Yeah. I think my problem was, like, I played in beta, and then I played a little bit for the when the game first came out. And then I picked it up again right around the time of Goblins vs. Gnomes. Mm-hmm. So, Wait. like, all the card packs that I was winning were Goblins vs. Gnomes, and I had none of these other cards, other than the ones I got through the adventures. Well, well, do you know what the reasoning behind them making it so Goblins and Gnomes are the only cards you get? Like, why? I don't know. I was tried to do a little poking around in the forums to see what people were saying about it, and some of the people were saying that that's at the time when that goblins vs gnomes came out all the people who had been playing already had all the older cards so that's what they preferred okay and that's what they got they just haven't changed it there's a lot of good posts about the reward system in hearthstone being broken now and i definitely agree with that but that's neither here nor there that's a conversation for another day we should do this conversation sometime yeah i need to play more though because i haven't been playing a ton since i don't have an ipad anymore yeah so. I hear you. Uh, another thing is I never did the Citadel DLC. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I stopped playing shortly. I forgot. It was the Leviathan maybe that came out first? 
Yeah. Yeah, I think the Leviathan DLC was the first one, and I played that, but I never ended up playing the Citadel DLC. When I go back to play Mass Effect, hopefully when they re-release it on consoles, yeah. I will uh, play through it then. But I Will, d- you're supposed to be our authority on Mass Effect. I know, it's the one DLC I never played either. I've got one and two on Steam that uh-huh. you can play, but the third is on Origin. I own all three of them. Oh, do you? Yeah. Uh, on, I think I own two and three on Origin and one and two on Steam. So, okay. like, I have overlap. But I don't have all the DLC for Mass Effect 3. I don't know if I do or not. I just bought it one day mm-hmm. on a sale. Yeah, that's pretty much so. what I do. Amazon had the Mass Effect trilogy this week for $9. Yeah. That's really? Good, that's a good deal. If you haven't played it yet and you have a PC that... Yep. Pro- you probably can play it at this point. It's been out for a few years. You should get it. That's cheap. That's a great deal. Yeah. Uh, so the day that Fallout 4 got announced, I pretty much bought the, the $46 uh, Green Man Gaming one. I was in a buying mood, so I just kind of bought World of Warcraft and the expansion. <laughs> really? It's like 50 oh, bucks. Did you, can play you really? You could play it for free. Up I need to level 20. I needed the expansions, Dan. Did you... You don't even have a character that high, do you? No, not yet. <laughs> Are you you're gonna never play it? gonna have a character yeah, I'm play that high. You should play Guild Wars instead if you're gonna play an MMORPG. Nobody. I have people Ugh. who want to play World of Warcraft with me. Do you? Yeah, and I don't have anybody who was gonna play Guild Wars. I'll I was, fucking play Guild I'll Wars. I'll play Guild Wars. Where are if you, you guys? Said whenever play I Guild Wars with me, or I'm gonna buy World of Warcraft, I would have installed it that second. You <laughs> never text me to play anything. Uh, so don't say where are you when I want to play. I don't know. First, send me a fucking text message. First and I'll of all, tell you. when's the last time any of you have turned on Guild Wars? I fired up I, once a week. I'm never going to play it by myself. Never. Okay, I'm going to play WoW and Guild Wars if that's okay with everybody. No, it's not. Okay. No, no, we're all pretty upset. What is, what's with the hate on World of Warcraft? It was. I didn't like waste it. Waste of money and you time paid for it. That's fine. I have people who are going to play with me more. No, I'm waiting for the, How, the Guild Wars two when they when once they announce the expansion, I'm going to start playing a lot like a month beforehand yeah, to get well, back into it. That's probably when I'll play too. But how many times have we said, "Oh, well, I'll play this with you"? And how many times has that happened? I'll gladly play as long as it's after like ten thirty. I night, mean, Corey, I'm always like, "Hey, why don't you play this with me?" And you're like, "Oh, I have to work or whatever." <laughs> what? I don't think I've ever said that. Uh, we were supposed to have done Divinity like months ago. No, you and I are going to play that on console. Yeah, you guys are going to get that on PS4. I'm not going to get it on PS4. I own it on PC already. I'm not going to buy it again. Why not? You buy all your other games games on multiples. I don't like Divinity enough to buy it twice. (laughs) I'm just fucking with you. (laughs) We're teasing you all. Fun in your bunions. We don't ever play anything together. I I will play anything with anybody as long as it's after 10.30. I have a list of games in my thing that says mine and Corey's games to play through, and we haven't even touched it. I, as, as I don't I'm know free, where you I'll think I'm getting all this time to play a game. It's not like I'm just, like, kicking around time and yeah, being I don't, like, eh, screw Will. I don't have the time to play games all the time either, but, like, I would like to play something. So my friends are like, they wanted to play WoW. I have four people who want to play, and I was like, all right, I'll do it. I have about four hours on Wednesday and about four hours on Friday are my game time. And that lines up with your schedule so rarely and a lot of times it's like, I really need to play this game so I can talk about it on the podcast kind okay, of thing. Okay, so then none of you can say anything about Guild Wars. How then. dare you? I'm free every night after 10.30. See, but sometimes I work say at... whatever the fuck I want I work at Guild 6 Wars. or 7, so I have to go to bed. Yeah. No, I hear you. 
So well, all I need is a text message, and if all I can't play, I'll say no. I can't play. If I can, I'll say yes. Yeah, fucking play it. Well, if we play anything <laughs> together, we're gonna play heroes. Well, yeah, I was just gonna say, but we'll play heroes instead. So <laughs> that happens. Wait, when's the Path of Exile expansion? This month. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Oh yeah, we will. Let's pl- let's all play. Some- let's all install <laughs> Poe. <laughs> also, don't act- no, don't act like we've never played games together. Three big queens. We yeah, we we, just... we were on a hot streak there for a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, we played. In fact, we played Heroes of the Storm today, and you know how that worked. I texted and said, "Hey, does anybody want to play Heroes of the Storm?" And I was devastated that I was at work. I happened to be That's free today. Works. I was working on the studio at that point, and I watched at least. So, okay. What else you got, Will? Pretty Little Liars came back this week too. Oh. Is that a summer show? Uh, <laughs> it starts in the summer. They take a uh, like couple months off, and they come back in the winter. Where gotcha. have I gone in life where it's 10.40 p.m. and I'm talking about Pretty Little Liars? Because <laughs> I wanted to bring it up. <laughs> it's the first thing I put in my notes for this week, because I was like, I know Eric and Corey are going to give me crap, and whoever in the stream. Started off with a bang, too. P- PLL. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I've disappointed everybody enough tonight. Nah. You know I don't care. Between World of Warcraft and Pretty Little Liars. I'm sorry I have people who want to play games with me. I might have to send you home early, Will. Okay. I'm just kidding. Will's right, though. If we play anything, we're only going to play Heroes. He's right. So I'm out of this conversation. (laughs) Yeah. You want to know about my week, Dan? I do. (laughs) I do. Uh, the only thing I really had to talk... Oh, Arsenal won the FA Cup for second year in a row. That's nice. A good round of applause for the boys. Uh, what else? Who'd they beat in the finals? Aston Villa, 4 nothing. Okay. Wow. Just wow. A, a absolute ass-kicking. Just a thumping. A couple of really nice goals, mm-hmm. too. So, um, I gotta say, the Arsenal, uh, the red and white is sharp. They're nice, right? I don't like the yellow and blue as much. I don't either. The red and white is sharp, though. It is, yeah. And I like that the Puma. Puma does a nice job with their, yeah. their kits. But anyway, that's off the topic. Um, the only other thing I really want to talk about, I've been watching The Sopranos more. I'm in the third season now. I like the third season the best so far. Uh, so keeping that going. I actually gave some thought to quitting watching it. But the third season has kept me in it. Um, and my girlfriend and I, deci- fiance and I, decided, decided to start a book club with each other. To try and get me to read more. Okay. Um, so we're gonna do one book a month. We started with one. It, you, how do how do you pick your books? We just kind of do it together. Okay. Um, because I got some suggestions for you. Yeah, I'd lo- I'd love to to have them. Lord um, of the Rings. No, I've I know. already read them. They've they, well, they've got to be stuff she'd be interested in too, right? Mm. Are you doing fiction or nonfiction? We don't really have any. Any boundaries. Parameters. Yeah. 1984. Make that That one. was one that was tossed around. Okay. That's a great book. Uh, Fahrenheit 951 or something. 451. 451. That's a great book, too. Yeah, there was one about um, religion that was tossed around a little bit. Mm-hmm. The one we actually ended up going with for this month is called Assholes, A Theory by Aaron J. James. Mm-hmm. He is a um, philosopher. He has a PhD in philosophy, and I think he's a teacher and did some studies at Stanford and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he has a theory about what is an asshole. Oh, okay. Like as and a person, so, yes. What the? Oh. <laughs> so yeah, he's not, trying to not, like not per- literally an asshole. No, no, no. Like what makes somebody an asshole? Like what specifically? Like scientifically makes this person an asshole? That's kind of neat, though. 
Yeah, I don't love it so far. I thought I would, but it's the the is reading it, is, is it hu- the, humorless? No, oh. I wouldn't say it's humorless, but the reading is a little more advanced than I was looking uh, for. Okay, uh, I wanted it to be a little more humor than actual wordage. Right. I don't know. Um, but I'm only in the first chapter, so I'm hoping that uh, it gets a little easier for me as we go, because I am not a reader by right. any means. So I could have used something a little easier to start out with than yeah. this guy with a PhD, like, using big words at me. But I used to read a lot more than huh? I do now. Reading. Yeah, I don't know. I It'll be good. You know, it's, it's just one of those things where it's something for us to talk about with yeah. each other, you know, to have in common. And we like going to Barnes & Noble. Of course, you go to Barnes & Noble, you look at the price, and you're like, well, let me see Amazon. what it costs on Amazon. Yep. So we bought it on fucking Amazon. Yeah. We actually bought another one called the, oh, what was it called? I think it's called the Omnivore's Dilemma or uh-huh. something like that. Um, she's really into reading, like, diet books and stuff like that. But this guy talks about how um, over time, as people have become more conscious of health, people have also become fatter. Yeah. And how like how that's such a weird thing, and how there's yeah. like three basic things that you need to remember when you're eating, and it's like eat less. Yeah, that's my problem too. Is it, but not the way eating too much, I'm going to butcher it, so I'm going to stop. But yeah. the way he puts it, I was like, that makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> but so that's going to be the one that we read next month. Um, but I'm excited about that, so I'll report well, back. Eric, Eric, you should put. Pu- you should put Blood Meridian on there. Blood Meridian? By Cormac McCarthy. What's that? Uh, it's probably one of the most violent books you'll ever read in your yeah. life. Yeah, It's a it's a Wild West, kind of. Oh, I like Wild West. It's brutal. Nice. Really good, though. I actually bought a, a Humble audiobook bundle specifically for that book. Okay. Because I had wanted to read it for a while and never got the chance, but cool. it's good good stuff. I own 1984 on my Kindle. So. so good. That's a great book, too. Well, I'm sure we'll do that one. Corey? You had something? I was just going to say, I hope uh, you and Christy fare better than Sophie and I did, because we tried to do the same thing, and we didn't even get through one book. Christy loves to read, so I'm hoping that she can kind of carry me through it. Well, the thing is, Sophie loves to read, but I don't know. Like, the book we picked, she just would not read, and I'd, like, read a little bit and ask her about it, and she just wouldn't. I don't know. Maybe she just didn't like the book we picked, and then that was it. Or Yeah. You really got to make know. sure you, you're hitting both of your interests. For that one yeah that's why we went and picked together mm-hmm. i thought about maybe doing like oh i'll pick this month you pick next month yeah. but i don't think that would work right because like if i did if i picked like lord of the rings or something she's completely uninterested right um but i did want to say i tossed around the idea today i was like well why don't we do a video game club too one a month you have to try one yeah i'm reading yeah which is something i hate right because <laughs> you want me to read more and it's something we can talk about together so why don't you try doing this for me? It's only fair. Not happening. Really? No. Not at all. No. Hmm. So. I think you'll break her down at some point. I don't. Really? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give up before that happens. Gotcha. <laughs> but that's about it for me, Dan. Uh, there's a question. Yeah. Did you want to do your week? Yeah. And real, then we'll do. That. Yeah, real quick. I've only got, uh, I rearranged the studio again. Um, it still needs a little work, but I, I wanted to put a place f- to stream Wii U playing down here because I, I borrowed Will's game capture um, and me and my wife are going to stream actually starting Fridays, Friday nights at about 10 or 10.30 whenever we get well, whenever we get my <laughs> yeah, whenever I punch the table whenever we get my son to uh, finally go to bed, that's when we'll come down and stream probably hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours uh, Wii U on Friday nights 
Uh, we're gonna. I think we're gonna start with uh, Super Mario 3D World that I'm borrowing from Will. Uh, I tried to do Skylanders last week, but there was a weird audio issue that I couldn't get resolved. I think I can get it fixed, so we'll probably do that eventually. Um, but yeah, we're going to stream Wii U and my wife is taking college classes now and has a lot of work. So if for whatever reason, one week she can't stream games on the Wii U, I'll come down and I'll, I'll stream something on the Wii U, um, on Friday nights. And then me personally, I'm going to start streaming Sunday and Monday nights. Uh, I think I'm going to start with star Wars games, but I haven't really decided, but it'll be something that I'm going to stream, uh, Sunday and Monday nights from starting again at about 1030, probably going until 1231 o'clock every night so you know what i got thinking dan since you only play at night um my fiance works overnights sometimes Mm -hmm. so i'm thinking like when she does that yeah i'll come over yeah and that's when we can do our stuff play something yeah yeah Yeah, me and eric want to start because eric lives uh, a hop skip and a jump three minutes away (laughs) yeah if that uh we we want to do more like uh in studio like let's plays and stuff like that so uh, we're going to figure that. I think we're going to start tonight as long as it's not too late with a little Splatoon. Ugh. But it's run, we're running late now, Thing so is, that's uh, a maybe. I got a new game tonight, and I haven't played it yet. Yep. So that's calling me. Yep. I have to work at 7. Oh, yeah. But I don't really give a fuck. Right. <laughs> I gotcha. want to play my new game. I-D-G-A-F. Don't yeah. blame you. So uh, that's all I have for this week. So did you have a question from the Is feedback show? next? Uh, what we played is next. What we played is next. Yeah, well, I just don't want to forget it, so I'm just going to ask you now. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, last week, remember, we had talked about uh, over-leveling. Yeah. So Sick Kid Gaming in the chat says, totally off-subject, but I was listening to last week's episode, and I think I remember someone saying something about over-leveling in Witcher 3, and it took me back to Dragon Age and the over-leveling issue with that. Um, have you guys ever just raised a difficulty to offset that? No, but I think I am going to do that in The Witcher 3, because I am starting to get over-leveled by quite a bit. In, in Dragon Age... Um, I didn't think the combat was as good. I just wanted to burn through everything because I, um, I don't know. I just had an easy time uh, time with it, so I was like, you know, I'll just. But The Witcher feels more like it should be a challenge, you know, uh, fighting fighting all the beasts and stuff, especially. So I do think I am going to turn up the difficulty on The Witcher because I am starting to get over leveled, okay, and having a fairly easy time with things. It never crossed my mind in Dragon Age, but. Definitely for the. For I always the forget that you can change difficulty in yeah. games. Me too. I don't know why it never crosses my mind. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of the with The Witcher too is the preparation aspect of it. You know, you're you're putting your oils on your swords and and your potions to help you drinking your potions, uh, decoctions and stuff to help you uh, take down a monster. And like a lot of cases, you don't need that stuff if you're over leveled. So uh, in order to get the full experience of The Witcher, I think you know. You should do that sort of stuff. So, uh, but there's no point if you're blitzing through everything. So I think I'm gonna st- raise the difficulty on on the old Witcher three. So I kind of like. What are your uh, thoughts, Corey? I kind of like to feel. I don't know. Part of that is the whole progression thing. Like I kind of sometimes I kind of like to feel like I'm doing something right, and because of that, I'm being rewarded by easier being combat. able to yeah being able to kill things yeah. easier, which I so. liked in, in Dragon Age. Uh, but I think I think in The Witcher, like I said, you know, uh, part of the the coolness of it is the the epic battles that Geralt is supposed to have with some of the monsters that he fights, and yeah. if, you, if you're just able to dodge a little bit and hit it three or four times and kill it, it's like, well, that was a little too easy for my liking, you mm-hmm. know. Which is kind of a problem. Yeah, I think I don't yeah. know. That's why I'm going to turn up the difficulty. Probably maybe next time I play. But I'll be talking about that a little bit during what I played, obviously. So, 
Same. We want to just jump right into that. Yeah, let's. Since we're since we're on the topic of The Witcher, why not? Uh, that's all I played this week. Uh, I had about forty-two hours played. Um, Damn. I actually had a lot of technical difficulties this week with it. Patch one point oh four apparently uh, bricked a lot of the game for my specific graphics card. Oh, well, wow. you would be having the same problem because we have the same graphics card. Wow. And apparently it was with uh, factory overclocked graphics cards was what was causing the problem. The game would reach 100% of the the power that it was using and it wouldn't know what to do. And that's what was causing the crashes. Apparently, that's what, I, that's what I've read up on. Um, so I would be able to play it for 10 or 15 minutes and it would crash on me repeatedly. And I wasn't down here playing. I was upstairs playing on my Shield tablet. So I would have to come downstairs and restart my computer and get everything set up again, go back upstairs, play for 15 minutes, have it crash, have to come back. Pain in the ass. Oh, my God. Uh, so, you know, finally I did my, did my research, and I had to actually underclock my graphics card to get The Witcher to run. It wasn't very hard. Um, I just had to download a program to do it. But uh, since I've done that, I've only had one crash in, like, 10 hours. And I think it was uh, updates that popped up that 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 actually crashed it, and not not an issue with the game. So, but it was patch one point oh four that that I started having all the graphical problems with. Did um, they fix it since? I don't know if patch one point oh five has come out yet, or if, uh, there's been a new driver too. Um, but I don't know. But it was specifically on the GTX nine seventies that was causing a lot of problems. But. It's a good thing that I'm said, not there yet. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> not there yet. You would have had the same troubles, but I would have been able to guide you to fixes. Yeah, because so. I wouldn't have been able to do it alone. Yeah, um, but yeah, 42 hours in, I'm still loving still, it. Still, still absolutely love it. Uh, I, Eric, I want I wanted you to talk about it. What, what are your thoughts? Because I know your you know RPGs aren't your jam, really. Yeah. So what are your? I cooled off a little bit on it, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Uh, how far did you get in the story? Um, I'm almost done with all the stuff in Novigrad, uh, the stuff where you're tracking down Dandelion. Yep. I'm almost done with I all I finished that. all of that. Okay. So I'm on to... Skellige. Skellige to look for Siri. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that the Novigrad story stuff was a lot worse. Okay. It's just a lot of, uh, go find this person. Yeah. He seems to have talked to Dandelion. Yeah. Oh, go find this person. He also, yeah. at some point, talked to Dandelion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a lot of that over and over, and I was like, well, this isn't nearly as interesting as what I experienced previously. Yeah. I hear you, and I think one of the things that, me being, uh, you know, knowing the characters, I think that helps. Um, you know, because all the characters are were in pre, all, a lot of those characters were in previous games. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was cool for me to go and see all those characters again. Yeah. Um, so I didn't have I didn't have have an issue with it. Really, I don't know. It just it didn't feel like there was anything going on. Right. I was just going to find this Tracking, guy because to track down Dan the Lion. Yeah, because maybe he talked to somebody. Mm-hmm. When I mean, you pretty much know that he's not. It's not the end of the game, right? So it's like I, I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't as fun for me. Yeah, the, the I could see that second part of the story, but I mean, it's still a fun game. Mm-hmm. It's definitely still a fun game. Um, I know you said you didn't like the parts playing as Siri. No, I don't know. I I don't like doing the. I don't know if you'd call them flashbacks or whatever yeah, memories, whatever it is. It takes me out of it. I mm-hmm. just don't like it at all. Yeah, I just would rather play as Geralt and mm-hmm. keep that going and have somebody explain to me in in like kind of like the way that. When you come back to the game, it says previously, yeah. this is what's going on. Yeah. I would rather have it done in that form. This is what happened to Siri here, yep. as opposed to me playing through it, because it just takes me out of what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. I don't know. See, I really like playing as Siri, actually. Um, 
I really like her dodge, especially. I like the, that, the, too. The teleport. It's very cool. It's not necessarily the combat that I don't right. like. It's yeah. just, I just don't like doing it. Yeah, so so what what, what they're doing is, uh, when, when, when Geralt talks to someone and he they're relating the part about Ciri, that mm-hmm. whatever happened in the story, it's uh, you play it instead of them actually explaining to you. So you see what goes on firsthand as opposed to them, like Eric said, uh, giving you a brief overview of, of, of Ciri's events, so... I'm guessing she's integral to the main story of the game. Yeah, so far. Okay, That's pretty so much far. it. Yeah, <laughs> you're tr- you're at least early in the game. You're spe- you're spending tracking down Siri. Okay, so far. Um. So anyway, I finished all the dandelion stuff, and uh, what I'm going to do is stay in Novigrad before I keep going mm-hmm. and uh, do a lot of side stuff. Yeah. Uh, finish up some of my contracts that yep. I'm high enough level to do. I think I'm level 14. Okay. I'm. S- I think I just hit seventeen. Okay, but I've done a ton of side stuff. Yeah, you do. You get. I thought you don't get too much experience for that. Uh, well, a lot of it is doing the exploring too. Okay, I've done a lot of exploring. There's only a handful of que- Well, I don't know. I probably have twenty to twenty-five question marks that I haven't done on the map. Maybe twenty. Yeah. That I haven't done, but I, I I made a conscious effort to like if I see a huge chunk of them, I'll try to go to all those. Yeah. Um. And one thing we talked about last week, Corey, uh, I think you specifically mentioned it, uh, if it is if you get quests that aren't question marks off the beaten path in the in the game. Yeah. And you definitely do. Um, I yeah. don't know if there's a lot of them, but I did find one that was just a place on the map that I was like, I wonder what's there. So I made the marker, and it did bring up a, a quest that was not a question mark on the map. So Yeah, I found that too. I was just running by something, and somebody was screaming, and then it showed up as a uh, exclamation, exclamation point on yeah. my mini map. Yep. So that's good. So there is more even than just the question marks on the game. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do Lots now is the Witcher contracts and mm-hmm. some of the side quests. Um, get that squared up before I move on. Yeah. Yep. Corey, what are your I'm thoughts I'm pretty on cool on it. Are you? Honestly. I thought you would be when I was playing it. I was like, I bet you Corey doesn't like this as much as the last <laughs> one. I Again, like I'm going to do my whole Dragon Age thing. Like I think it's a really good game, but well, no. I'm going to back up a little bit. There's one thing that this game does extremely well, and that's storytelling. And yeah. everything else is either mediocre or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but the good storytelling is a, is really enough to carry you through the game and, and redeems it throughout. Um, like, the user interface, I think, is really bad. Uh, navigating menus and stuff. Uh, even the crafting and the alchemy and the way you have to go through that and find what you need to create. Yeah. And it's just not very intuitive and easy to get through. I mean, I mean, particularly with a controller, I don't know. I, I assume it's better with a mouse and keyboard. Along those lines, um, Corey, one thing I think they need to put in the game, and I don't know if they can do this as DLC or just add it in a patch, is have like a, a storage, like a bank spot where you can put in. Because I have a couple sets of Witcher armor uh, that you can improve by finding better plans that are taking up a lot of space in my not space in my inventory, but also you know for weight management, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it takes up a significant chunk, and I can't go through and just loot everything because I have to worry about uh, space. So even like if you stop like a bank at spot in Novigrad where you can deposit sets of armor yeah. and swords and stuff, that it and needs your that. Uh, your trophies too, I think it would be nice to be able to store those trophies and maybe some of some of the quest items that you're done using that stay in your inventory and clutter it up i do think the inventory gets a little bit a little bit cluttered definitely 
Uh, but like the controls, I was just getting so frustrated, getting stuck on trees, <laughs> uh, maneuvering the horse. Oh, forget like, it. Ugh, forget it's just so frustrating. Even like in combat, the way the camera yeah. spins around on I you. I was gonna and- say. I was gonna say because I agree with you on the on the camera thing, Corey. And one thing, like they could have done the targeting better like i yeah. think if you have someone targeted the camera should always be centered on that like with, dark with, souls. with it in front of you yeah exactly like dark souls. lock on it's um, like a it's like a quarter lock on or something yeah because because weird it, it'll lock on and, and and Geralt will follow that thing but the camera like stays stationary yeah, i think if the camera was to follow that it would make it a lot better i honestly don't know like when they were developing it, who thought that was a good idea? I don't know because, like, especially when I'm fighting something indoors, like the 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 camera yeah. doesn't move as well, and like there will be people behind you, like wailing on you, and yep. you can't like turn around easily to. Yeah, that is annoying. I agree. I haven't had any trouble with the horse. I'm shocked. Me too. Yeah, I think you're the one and only. I mean, I guess maybe I don't use it as much as you guys because I really only use it like out in the roads, and it it runs on its own. Other than that, I, I, I sprint everywhere. So. I, I don't know. I want to chop its head off every time I get on it. <laughs> Fucking roach. <laughs> Apparently he calls every I, horse I just that he run. runs roach. He like, I've given up on the horse. I just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't um, use it that much. Trying to climb things is super frustrating, especially when you're in a transition from water to land. Yeah. Uh, there was a time where I was going to a question mark, and it happened to be a hidden treasure, but it was underwater. And it was right around an area where there was a sunken ship. Um, so I jumped up on the ship and saw in the middle of the ship, there was a ladder going down to water. Uh, and I assumed the treasure was in there. So I jumped in there, couldn't get out of there, stuck, had to reload a save. Huh. I was so frustrated. And there was like an easy place to like stand up and jump. But because, you know, I was deep enough in water that I was deep enough in water that I couldn't jump. I could only dive or surface i don't know yeah it didn't register jump as an option because you were no. too deep in water gotcha yeah like it was up to my ankles and that was enough for it to be too deep <laughs> and uh, i don't know and like even with the combat i don't think the combat is particularly very good uh it can feel a little spammy at times sort of just hammering on the depending on what you're fighting um some of the like witcher contracts are good because it's a more difficult fight, yeah. so you're going to approach it more carefully and be a little more strategic. But even, like, did you guys do the Jenny of the Woods fight? Yeah. yeah. Like, that was just rinse and repeat. I don't know. I was, was too overleveled for that one, so it was really easy. Um, character progression, not super exciting. Uh, are you guys enjoying that part of it? It's not it's, great. It's I would fine. agree with you. Yeah, I mean, it, it. yeah, it's fine. It's mediocre. It's And I'm just trying to come up with things like come up with reasons why this game is so great and the only thing i can come up with is the storytelling i think you're absolutely right um i i agree with almost everything you said Corey. i think the climbing isn't as bad for me as it has been for you yeah i haven't had any trouble um with and the menus i the thing i don't like about the menus is that i'm in them constantly mm-hmm. i don't like that i have to be in them a lot like to look for quests and yeah fuck and around even, with my inventory maybe i totally missed it but do you have to go into your inventory over to your usable items every time you want to use an oil or, or switch out a potion? Mm, you you have two slots that you can have potions yeah, tw- or food in. For up and down. That's not enough. It's not. You're absolutely right. You should be able to set those in the little spinny wheel, the left bumper spinny wheel. Corey, did you try using PC controls? Because I think you might be able to map more with using keyboard and mouse. I, don't, I mean, I don't I'm sure know. I, I could, but it. I prefer to play games with... Uh, 
a controller. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that's just what I prefer. I prefer to sit back in my chair and have my controller in my lap. And I'm with you. I shouldn't be punished because that's not good. Well, there's only so many buttons, too. Sure. On a controller. Yeah. I, I get it. But, like, I even feel like Dragon Age did a much better job with that. Yeah. Um, and, and user interface, I think the Dragon Age user interface was way better than, mm. than Witcher. Um, but back to my main point of, like, the best thing about this game is the storytelling. It's like, yeah, but as someone who played the first two games, and that's what I loved about those games, I've seen it already twice, and it's not as awesome for me this time, you know? It's still really good, but it's not as... I'm not as wowed by it as it seems like most people are. Yeah, I I guess what I would say is last week I said I was going to have a difficult choice for game of the year. I don't feel that way anymore. No. No. Not after that second area. Yeah. Really, just after the first first part was so good, Mm -hmm. the second one I was just like, I just am going looking for all these different people, and I don't, I don't know, I don't feel any connection to any of it. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like the the Geralt in this game is different from the. I talked a little bit about this last week, but even like the wordplay and and the writing in this one, it's it's good, but it's not as good as it was. Just like the the sort of verbal foreplay that Geralt was always having with characters. Like it's here, but it's not to the extent that it was in the other two games. Yeah. And that sort of was the, one of the things I loved about the other ones. And, and it's not as good in this one. And do you think that has anything to do with the uh, length? That's yeah. That sort of brings me to my next point is though. Some of those side quests and main quests, stories uh elements are so good that it just sucks me right back into the game and i love it all over again yeah but in the other two games you're sort of constantly doing the main quest there were little side asides uh, but they always sort of played into the main quest a little bit and in this one like you'll be working on a main quest and then you could just forget about it for hours and just do a bunch of side stuff and you know, the OCD part of me sort of takes over and I just run to all those question marks. But right. in doing that, I sort of lose the the thrust that the story had for me. And I don't like it's it's so, hard to get so what the momentum back up. So what you're saying is you didn't want The Witcher three to be an open world game. You wanted it to be more folk a more focused experience. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Gotcha. Corey, is I, this kinda like when I when they announced how big it was and I said how big is too big? At what point do you stop making it that fucking big? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I mean, that's sort of the issue I had with Dragon Age is that it was just too bloated. Yeah. Um, these, Bioware too, like, they tell good stories and, and all that extra stuff. And I know, I'm sure people are screaming at me like, oh, you don't need to do that. It's extra. But it's like, like I keep saying, the OCD part of me sort of takes over and I feel like I'm missing out. Yeah. And I kind of just want—I mm-hmm. mean, beggars can't be choosers, but I just—I I think in the Witcher, like it's too big. I think in the Witcher three, though, more than more than the Dragon Age, like you probably are missing out on something interesting that's happening, um, and even even some of the dumb side stuff, like that will co- like come back to bite you, like some character that you save, uh, someone that I saved early on, that little quest arc, like it came back to bite me, like a little lot later on in the game. Uh, in an unexpected way. So I think more so in The Witcher, you, you are missing out on stuff by not doing all the side stuff, whereas in, in Dragon Age, like uh, a lot of that side stuff was, was meaningless, completely meaningless. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you're, I, yeah. you're right, it isn't necessary to do it, but I some of them you are missing out on neat, neat things and 
and the potential for you to see how your actions, you know, carry on over over time. Yeah, you know, exactly. I don't know, and I so, like so, that's the thing. So the, I, I want to go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, like like I'd come across a side quest, and I'd want to see. I would want to see it all the way through because, like, I had a prior relationship with a certain character or yeah. something like that, and that's interesting. But it's just so much of it that. I don't want to miss out, but at the same time, like the really good stuff, it it's it's so good, and it's just to go to this other stuff. I don't know. It's just like this constant tug of war between like what makes The Witcher so great and this sort of added fluff to make the game two hundred hours. Yeah, and that's kind of another issue that I have with it. But and again, like it's still good. It's still a really good game. It's just I don't know. I'm kind of pooping on it a little bit right now because everybody likes it so much. Yeah, this is weird hearing people speak not highly of it. No, I, I understand I, exactly I, what he's saying. It is a it is a good game. It's a really good game, but it it's got flaws. I don't you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I still love it. I'm not having any of the issues you guys are having at all. It's still like it's still like the best storytelling in in games. The Kira Mets Met stuff. Did you guys do that? Yep. Yeah. Like all those side quests, I thought were awesome. The Crones. <laughs> The witches. Have, have you gotten to have you done the Novigrad blood, yet? The Bloody Baron quest lines? No, I'm I'm still in Velen. I did pretty much everything in Velen except for the last okay. bit. You're way behind, Corey. Well, I'm like level twelve. I'm interested. Oh, that's oh, high. Wow, that is a pretty high level for that. I'm interested to hear you know what happened with you at the end of that. But yeah. I'm also interested to hear what you think of the second area and the main quest. Okay. I just thought it was way less interesting than the first part. Yeah, I'm curious to see. He's not going to like it. I, I don't I'm, think he I'm is either. Guarantee it. I don't think he is either. Why do you think that? I don't know. It's just the way, the way he's talking about it. If he doesn't like it already, I don't think it's going to get better for him. Whoa. What? He that said I don't it's like a good it. game. He does right. like it. But you, no, he's saying it's a good game, but he doesn't really like it. If I had just listened to the, the segment, I would say you don't like the game at all. <laughs> I mean... I don't know how else I can point out its flaws without sounding like that, but no, I understand that completely. Like I, I, I like I, I'll sound like a broken record, but the storytelling stuff in that game is so good that I really like the game. Yeah, like that's the redeeming quality that keeps me playing. I'm wondering and, if you're going to yeah. feel that way after the second part. <laughs> Maybe I'll quit. <laughs> I almost hope so. That would be really funny. <laughs> See, I think I think Corey will probably like it better than you, though, because he knows the characters. Because he knows the characters, right? I think I think that is that is important for that part. Yeah. I didn't find any of the characters interesting, though. They well, you didn't like Dijkstra. Which one's Dijkstra? The He's big, okay. the big dopey looking guy. He's all right. Yeah, because Geralt has a history with him, and yeah. that, that's that's what makes their interactions interesting for me. Yeah, you know, remembering him from previous games. Yeah, he so. was. I mean, he was all right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I will say I to the game's credit, though, I haven't had a single bug. I crashed a no, few times. No issue. Yeah, uh, AMD cards, even though this is what boggles my mind, but it, it was supposed to be made to run well with NVIDIA cards. And, I mean, I had tons of trouble with it this past week. Um, That's crazy. You're running an older AMD card, and you've ran it flawlessly, so go yeah. figure. I mean, a lot of the settings are on low, but... Right. Still, well, you have an older car. I mean, your car's th- four years old at this point. Mm, Two thousand thirteen, whenever the whenever the hurricane was. 
You've got remember. a 7950, right? I think it's three years that you've had that. 7950, yeah. So, yeah. yeah the, that's not the first example of that. Uh, you know, Just Cause, remember? Oh, that yeah. I played for four in February that kept crashing on me. That was made to run well with NVIDIA hardware. I hate when they do that. And then something that's made to run, run well with AMD hardware will crash on AMD cards but on NVIDIA cards. Sure. Computers I hate so that. weird. That drives me nuts. I fucking hate computers. Fickle. So. Okay. Any other thoughts on The Witcher? Corey? I don't have anything else. I think I said my piece. Yeah. I'm going to keep playing it. Right. Oh, me too. For now. Till Fallout 4 comes out. Uh, It'll probably take me right up till then. I was going to say, I hope you have it beat by then, but who knows. Okay. Uh, I didn't play anything else. Will, did you, Will, you played uh, Master Chalice. I played two things. I'll do The Witcher first. Okay, the first Witcher. I don't know, man. I, it doesn't hold up. <laughs> the voice acting is really bad. Yeah. Um, it's a common complaint. It's. Do you have the Enhanced I, Edition? Uh, yes. Okay, because I've heard the Enhanced Edition is even better than the original with voice acting. They had to have everyone come in and redo the voice acting because the original was so terrible. I that... can't even imagine how bad it is because I like I shouldn't care because I played Dynasty Warriors and I love that game. The voice acting is awful in that, but for whatever reason, it just that's seems not so... story driven though. You that's, know? that's true. Do you think? Can you turn on like uh, Polish? For that and then have subtitles? I didn't look at that yet. Yeah, you should try that. I should try that. Is it better in Witcher 2? Voice acting? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like I can't tab out of the game and then go back into the game like when I go to another monitor to do something because then it's just a black screen and then I lose progress. So like that's sort of an issue with me because I completed the first part in Kira what is it called? Kira, I don't know. It was in this this Caramoran. Caramoran. I was there, and I did that side, that opening bit, and I killed the mage or whatever, and then they got away with whatever. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it was, and then I didn't save yet, and I had to tab out of my computer, and I went back in. So like, I don't know if I auto saved at the end of that. So like, I put in an hour already, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it saved, and I haven't really gone back because I'm doing stuff for heroes because yeah. of the episode this week. But I don't know, like, the combat, I have a hard time with it. Like, I don't know what button... Like, I'm kind of, like, just spamming the attack button, and I don't really know what I'm doing. The The thing with that is, you like, Geralt has the heavy attacks, and then he's got the, the, the fast attacks. So, like, when there's a lot of small enemies around, you got to use a fast attack. When you're fighting, like, one or two bigger enemies, you use a heavier attack. And I think there's a middle one, too. It's been a few years since I played that, but okay. that's the basic gist of, of combat in, in what, Witcher do, 1. Do I just hold it down, and then he attacks? Like I, I don't, don't remember. I don't it, it's it's, my, it's it's a point and click. Like Okay, so it's I, a lot easier than I'm even making it seem like. I think so. Okay. I don't remember having an issue with it, other than tr- at first trying to figure out the, the fast attacks and the heavy attacks. Mm-hmm. Like, that was... That's all I really remember about it, and okay. then using your your magic. I think your signs. I don't know. I kind of feel like I should go back and play through all of them, and then play the third one. I think I, I think you should just play Witcher two. You think so? Because really, like the Witcher one, other than than the story and characters and stuff, the, the stuff will carry on over into the Witcher two. But nothing from the first game, I don't think, carries into the third game. So just play the Witcher two. It's a lot better of a game. Um, all around and and then play the it's not super long either i think it took me 25 hours does anybody know how many hours that the first one is is it like 20 i think 30? it's like 40 i think it took court didn't it take you like 60 hours Corey? i can't remember I, I know it took longer than the second one 
Yeah, the second one was a lot shorter. I think the like I said, the second one, and I played it a couple weeks ago. It took me twenty five hours. Maybe I'll give it another shot, and if I don't find myself enjoying it, I'll just go to the second one. Yeah. See, I want to give it its due. I feel like I should. It's, it's like one of those games that I feel like I should be have played through, being on a video game podcast and all that. Yeah, I don't There's know. only so much time we have, though. I know. It would take me a while, but... I think, like I said, I'm going to give it one more shot and mm-hmm. see how it goes, and if I'm just not enjoying it. I don't also don't understand the the, char- the skill trees. Yeah. I just see Igni and, like, attack, like all these, like, fast attacks. I, just, like, I don't understand it, but okay. Right. If it means anything to you, Will, it took me a little while to get into The Witcher 1. I had to force myself through it, but uh, now it's in my top ten games of all time. Okay, so I should probably try and play it. Eh, give it another shake, and if you're still not into it, it wasn't meant to be. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it another go. Like I said, I don't want to I don't want to play it for like two hours and say I hate it and then yeah. crap on it. Because... No, I want to I wanna revisit it at some point, too, because I really did like the time that I played with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just something else always came along that took my attention. Away yeah, from it. elsewhere. So, so yeah, that's my thoughts on The Witcher. Uh, it's rough around the edges, definitely. Yeah. Uh, seems like the other two are a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other thing I played is Massive Chalice. Now I only played this for a little over an hour, so I'm not too deep into it yet. But uh, this game's pretty cool. Uh, it plays like Final Fantasy Tactics and like Fire Emblem, like those type of games, the strategy RPG sort of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really cool because this one, each character has like personality traits and stuff like that, and like like kind of conditions, like in Rogue Legacy. So like I had a uh, a strong like a like a strong willed person for their personality trait, but he had asthma. So whenever I sprinted with the character, uh, his he got tired and couldn't run as far next turn, and, like, he had a decrease in accuracy for his attack. So, like, there's these cool things that play into the characters that kind of add another level of, you know, like, trying to figure out how I want to play this game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, one of my characters, I sprinted to get closer to the the enemies. I think they're called the Cadence or something like that. And, like, I sprinted, they had asthma, you know, she was tired, and then I went to attack the next turn, and I missed because it was at 40%. And this was, like, a hand-to-hand combat, and I was standing right next to it. So, like, it plays a pretty big uh, role in that. And there's, like, a lot of other different stuff. I forgot to write down some of them with my yeah. team. Uh, so, like, how it would also would affect out. Like, in the coming weeks, like, I'll have a lot more because I really like it. I think I'm going to play through it. Nice. Um, and there's cool things. Like, there's an overview map of, like, the world or whatever, and you can build keeps there. And, like, if you build a keep, you assign two people in your party to be there, and a male and a female, and then they have kids, and they make lineages, and they get trained in that keep, and then they go into your army, and they help you fight against the Cadence. So, like, you have that stuff, and it, like, goes over many years. Like, the first people, like, I put in were, like, 30 years old, and, like, they're 50 now, and I've only played an hour. Like, I've progressed 20 years or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if I'm doing anything right, like, progressing-wise. I don't, like, I'm not that into it yet yeah you haven't gotten that far into it yet yeah so like i'm still learning all the mechanics and stuff like that but it's like it's it's pretty cool mm-hmm. i like how how it's playing so far and from what i've seen there's only three classes so far i don't know if there's more there's a hunter which are the two boat like the bow characters i have like two of them because 
it's like an XCOM. Uh, the snipers were yeah. the most effective. The hunters are the most effective so far. Mm. And then there's the alchemists or whatever, and they have hand to hand. The one that I have has like claw like weapons, and then they throw like flasks of stuff like poison and stuff like that, and deal damage to enemies that way. And then there's like caber jacks, and they have like these big ram things, and they charge in and like ram people with them, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, but it's pretty cool so far. I'm definitely really enjoying it. I'm glad this game actually came out. Yeah. Too. It did, wasn't one of the ones that fell on the early access and then just slowly... Yeah, it was double fine. They yeah. Were, it was going to come out eventually. Yeah. It uh, just came out of early access, right? Yeah, June 1st, I should okay. say. Um, a couple days ago. It released, and it's free on Xbox Live. Uh, if you have a, Is it a one Games only? gold. Yep. So if you have an Xbox One, download it and give it a shot. I think I looked up, it's like 15 and a half hours or something like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's one I've had my eye on for a while. I don't know if I'll get to it anytime soon, but yeah, definitely. I think I think we would all like it here. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. I'm gonna definitely play a lot more of it. In bet- I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try at least to not play Heroes as much. Right. I'm gonna limit myself so I can start get because I want to get through games like Shadow of Mordor and Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. I still want to play those, and like I have to play through The Witchers, and I've got a lot left to play. Yeah, I hear you. And Fallout Will is sorry. Is Massive Chalice closer to Final Fantasy Tactics or the Banner Saga? I would say Tactics. Okay. I don't know. The uh, environments are a lot better than they are in the Banner Saga. Okay, that was yeah, my biggest there's, concern. There's terrain. There's Yeah, there's actually terrain and stuff. That All right. Too. There's actually this enemy on the Cadence that when you kill them, they explode and they leave like an acid thing in like six or seven squares, like in a circle. So like mm-hmm. you can't stop in there or you're going to get like poisoned and you're going to start dying a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's like actual terrain and stuff that like impede your progress. So which you have is, this game on steam. I have this on steam. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm excited too. give it a shot. I bought it early access because I was like, I'm no, I'm going to play this. Yeah. So, yep. And I just waited. But uh, so far, I'm giving it a thumbs up. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Cool. Uh, Massive Chalice. Massive Chalice. I'm trying to think if I played anything else. I don't think so. Yeah. No. Okay. I actually did try something else. I downloaded the demo for Puzzle and Dragon Z Mario theme mm-hmm. on the 3DS. Uh, it's pretty fun. If you've ever played uh, Puzzle and Dragons, it's actually a pretty cool little yeah. game. I've heard pe- people love that. I like the Mario theme better, right. obviously. But... Um, it's a pretty fun little time killer. Okay. It's got some RPG elements to it with the match three. It's kind of hard to explain. Better than your standard, like, stupid mobile oh, game. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. It's uh, Definitely check out the demo because it's not like a game I've played before. If okay. you have a 3DS, it's a free demo. There's no reason to not check it out. Um, but it's a good time killer. Mm-hmm. Something your significant other could probably get into, too. Like, uh, if you got a, a lady in the house who likes to play games, some... It's a fun little match three with some RPG elements. So nice. Okay, Corey, what up? Hearthstone, or did you talk about done? Said my piece with that. Okay. Did you have anything else? Think... Uh, no. Okay. Been a quiet week for me. I'm calling up feedback, Corey. I didn't realize you had so little game time on your hands. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, now I feel bad for yelling at you. I should have directed hey. it at Eric. For what? Whatever. You were more aggressive with me. No, it wasn't. Yeah. All I said was I'd just require a text message. Is your tone. Well, alright. <laughs> <laughs> Probably was. <laughs> That's why I play so much Hearthstone, though, because you can kind of squeeze that in on the pooper. You can squeeze that in while you're laying in bed. You can Honey, squeeze I gotta it in go while you're watching TV. 
Yeah. <laughs> 45 minutes later, Corey comes stumbling out. His legs are asleep. That's exactly how it is. I, I know what it is. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. Okay. Uh, feedback? Feedback. Feedback it is. Uh, Twitter feedback. Dave in Boston. The three witches in the swamp are awesome, and Jan- Johnny creeped me the F out. Now, that's about where you are, right, Corey? No, I'm I'm past that. Okay. The 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 crones. Yeah. Um I like the idea of Johnny, the that type of character. They're called godlings and uh they're kind of like I don't know. That they're little weird lizard people looking things. They have weird they eyes. me of Gollum a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they look a little bit like Gollum, a less menacing then Gollum, yep. but they're they hang out outside of villages and they kind of help w- with odd jobs around the villages uh they they're they're not usually like around people but they they will meet with children because they they like fun and that sort of stuff they're they're useful critters uh, but they are freaky looking so i i hear you dave it's the eyes that are freaky looking that'll creep you out definitely this is the Witcher. The Witcher, yeah. Okay. Uh, there, you actually come across another goblin later on in the game in a, I in a side quest. That was kind of cool. Um, Facebook feedback. I have a quick question about the Witcher before we move on. Go ahead. Is it worth it to do all the Gwent challenges? I haven't done any. Gwent. I've okay. played one match of Gwent. At I the played one match on accident it. and then gave up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not interested in it at I'm, all. I'm not interested either. I, people, Some people really love it, but uh, like, I want to play the game. I don't want to play a card game inside the game. That's that's my thought on it. You know? Yeah. I haven't messed around with it much either, but I, I don't want to be missing anything by not there is participating. Like, there is like quest lines that are part of Gwent, but I'm, I probably won't ever see those because I haven't played Gwent. Uh, this is uh, Facebook in response to our highest downloaded month ever andreas uh andreas is in germany i believe um he said great show especially episode 200 (laughs) we're glad you liked episode 200 we didn't think (laughs) we didn't think too highly of it shocked that you liked it (laughs) (laughs) people like when we get drunk i don't i don't know it's it was probably fun you know I guess. Yeah. As somebody who said they listened to it, I said I'm sorry right after yeah. they told me. I would imagine the people that listened to us for the very first time on episode 200. The last time. Yeah. yeah, once you get to know us, probably that was that would have been better. Yeah. So we're glad you like it. Glad you liked it, Andreas. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, Parks Miss P says, nice job, dudes, on episode 200. Or no. Uh, on our download on our highest month ever of downloads which episode 200 was a part of so that you know that fits yeah uh dave and bosses says i unsubscribe every time you do a nintendo show (laughs) that was in in uh reference to that also (laughs) yeah uh and i i tried to dave a little bit and told him you know if you can't beat us just join us i saw that get a wii u dave i saw the picture posted and i found that hilarious that was funny (laughs) yeah get a get a wii u dave you won't be well. You might be disappointed. I don't know. I, I think li- Dave I like might be. Although Dave likes some fun, likes fun games. Yeah. Like you can't go wrong with Mario Kart and Smash no. Brothers. No, the I'm couch sure co-op Splatoon. stuff is fun. And they say great job on the Witcher Three podcast. Love the post game show too. Uh, I'm about where you guys are. Love the crones. I still have to put up our Bloody Baron thing. I think I'm gonna put that on YouTube. Oh. 
Okay. Uh, I, Now's I, the time to do it, Dan. Yeah, no. Uh, I'll probably do it tomorrow. As I just, I've, I've got to make a video first before I, before I can put it up. So I will do that tomorrow, no doubt. Um, and then, how long is your chat? I think it's like half an hour. Yeah, probably about a half hour. Okay. Why? Why? Just curious. I was oh. trying to think of what you could have for the video. Yeah, I thought about doing like SoundCloud, but I don't want to sign up for a new account and stuff. It's easier to just put it on YouTube and put like a picture as the background for the video, you know? Yep. And then I'll put it on our website. Uh, email from Idaho Jake. He says, Hey guys, nothing really new to report. I have one question. I'm getting Elder Scrolls online, but I don't know if I should stick with the $100 Imperial Edition that comes with maps, books, all the DLC, and a 12 inch statue of Molag Ball, or just get the Imperial Edition from PSN for $71. Uh, all it comes with is DLC, but it is a day one download. You can actually play it at 10 p.m. my time. What do you think I should do? Now for E3 predictions, I tried to pick two basic ones and two bold ones, so here we go. One, the only thing EA will have to impress is Battlefront and pretty much remasters of all their sports games. Two, Ubisoft will have another bad conference and end with a good trailer of another bad Assassin's Creed game. Now for bold, one, Bethesda will announce Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim will be remastered for PS4 and Xbox One, all-in-one pack coming holidays 2015. Two, we will get two games that will be available after they are announced. All right, that's it for me. Go Blackhawks. So those are, those are fair predictions. I like the Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim one remastered. That'd that would be fucking awesome. That would be awesome. I, I mean, especially Morrowind really That would make my balls tingle a little bit. That would make my balls tingle too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Morrowind especially Bethesda needs would win there, huh? Yeah. Bethesda, Fallout 4 Bethesda and then the one, E3. Elder Scrolls remastered pack. Yeah. Oh, baby. EA, um, uh, unless they announce Mass Effect, I really don't see them having anything. He's right, sports games, um, which have long since I'm sure that they've revamped everything. Yeah. Madden 18. Uh, NHL is adding playoff beards. Is that true? That's their thing, yeah. Playoff beards. (laughs) I I can't even. Playoff beards and crusty underwears. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's. I mean, we joke about it every year, and every year it happens again. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just. It's. Uh, people just have to stop buying them. That's what has to happen. Madden ugh. people are going to buy, no matter what you do. People are going to buy Madden. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. FIFA too, probably. FIFA's good though. Right. Yeah. It's of the sports games. It's probably the best one. Yeah. I really have hated the NHLs the past few years. So. Don't yeah. get me going on the last one. Yeah. Uh, Ubisoft will have another bad conference. Did, was it, oh no, I'm sorry. It was Square that said they had a few games to announce. Yeah, not Ubisoft. Yeah, Ubisoft will probably have a game that's coming out in three years that they'll announce at E3 this year. Jesus, hopefully we get something for the division for Christ's sake. Yeah, oh, yeah I've all I've already lost hope on the division. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's it's mostly it's not because of anything that specifically the division has done. It's I don't have any faith in Ubisoft for making <laughs> yeah, a good, good right. game, um, right. none whatsoever. So that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. I mean, my favorite game from them the past few years is Child, Child of Light. Light. Me too. So. Um, so what he wants to know what he should do about Elder Scrolls? Yes. 
$100 Imperial Edition comes with maps, books, all the DLC, and 12-inch statue of Molag Ball, or the Imperial Edition from PSN for $71 uh, comes with all the DLC, but is also a day one download. And you can play it at 10 p.m. Pardon me. If it was me personally, I'd go for the $70 PSN one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It, for my apartment, I don't know what kind of house you live in or whatever, but I just don't have the room to be putting any extra junk around. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So. Unless you really want the, the statue and stuff. Uh, I don't know if that's a game you can trade in either. I don't know. It's a good question. Sure you can. Yeah, I mean, does it just have, like, have you, the, because I know on PC, like, it's account-based uh, a game, but you might be able to, like, just create an account and, and trade it in, and then the person that bought that game used creates an account, right? I think, I think you'd have to trade it in with the statue, though. Uh, yeah, because yeah, cause sometimes those packs come with special cases that you can't just yeah. straight up trade in. I mean, if I you tried got to do the... that, my Theater Rhythm game uh, came with a CD, and I tried to trade it in without the CD, and they sent it back to me, and I had to send it back with the CD. That's uh-huh. dumb. That is Music. really dumb. So if, if it's an edition that includes something, then that has to go with, at least through Amazon. Right. I'm sure GameStop would probably take it. Accept it, yeah. Gotcha. If you got space for all the stuff that it comes with, I'm sure. Yeah. If you like having the physical right. physical things, maps, books, and DLC. Um, I mean, for me, I didn't like getting digital games on console um, because I like to trade them in, you know? See, now that I'm not going to trade games in anymore, I would prefer to get them digitally, I think, but the hard drives prevent me from doing that. Right. And I mean, you still it, have to install a physical copy. It still takes up hard drive space. Yeah, I know, but I don't want to have to keep, like, deleting yeah, everything. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? It's so t- time for a new hard drive. Yeah, but then I have to save up, and then I can't buy games. Right. Yeah, because it's well, a new hard drive for your... You, you'd it's probably a little want, over 100 bucks. Really? Yeah. They're not bad. Yeah, they're not bad at all. It wasn't $100. Wasn't it, like, 70 That was my Wii U one. Eh... I don't remember. Uh, for, are you talking about for a one terabyte laptop yeah. hard drive? It shouldn't. It shouldn't be more than seventy bucks for the PS4. Yeah, every, I don't know. Everybody, I everything think, I've seen has been, unless I've seen it on sale for like seventy, but normal price I've seen. No, because I put I put one of those solid state. It's a solid state regular hard drive, hybrid drive. Okay. Uh, it's a one gigabyte. I actually put I put one in the wife's computer because when she got the computer, it uh-huh. was broken, uh, and it was I think it was eighty bucks most. And that would go in the PS4. Yeah, yeah. It's just a, it just has to be a, a laptop hard drive that oh. goes in there. You could even not get the hybrid drive. Get a normal, like fifty four hundred RPM hard drive. It'd be slow, um, but it it would probably be like sixty bucks. Okay. For one one terabyte. Yeah. I'd like to get one for my Xbox and my PS4. Right. So. Xbox. Yeah, if I find if I find any deals for them, I'll I'll send them your way. Yeah, keep me posted. It's not often that I have. 80 bucks in my spending account. Right. Which is where it would have to come from. Right. Are people putting two terabyte hard drives on their PS4s yeah. maybe? Oh, that okay, that's why. Some people do. Yeah, so that would probably be over 100 bucks. You'd probably yeah. be looking at like 110 for a two terabyte I hard would drive. rather do that. Yeah. If I'm going to upgrade, I'd rather spend the extra 30, 40 bucks yeah. on it. And get something big enough to hold all your games for a while. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. I think that's it for feedback. Did we get anything late? No, I looked. Okay. Uh, question of the week. Corey. 
Um, I wrote it down. What other item, this is last week's, what other item or industry would work best for Humble Bundle style pay-what-you-want fundraisers? Mm-hmm. This was inspired by Nintendo's foray into Humble Bundle. Yeah, which is... Unexpected. Very unexpected. I, I thought that was an April Fool's joke, and then I realized it was late May when I heard about it. Yeah. Uh, so this is from Idaho Jake. As for question of the week, I would say Mad Cats with all the products and stuff they make. Yeah. I do know they make some high-end PC gaming components. Like do they? Really, like, bizarre-looking gaming mice that looks like a Transformer. Uh, that's, like, 130 bucks for, for one of those bad boys. Wow. It's ugly. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't know how usable it is, but it's it's quite the quite the interesting-looking contraption. It'd be a good way for them to get rid of like old inventory. That's a, yeah, actually stuff that's yeah. just sit, GameStop should do that. Yeah, buy a bag of games for you don't know what you're gonna get ten like, bucks. Like woo, rather than, yeah, exactly yeah. bag Ra- of crap. Exactly, bag of crap. exactly $5. like the bag of crap because they it. throw most of that stuff in a dumpster. Do they? Yeah, uh, I've seen countless posts on Reddit of you know I I did some dumpster diving near my local GameStop look what I got and it's all these like old consoles and games and stuff that they really? just tossed in a dumpster why not just stub bag that stuff up and and you know five yeah bag of crap five bucks bag for yeah because you, you, you might not get anything but it's but worth you a might shot. get something exactly exactly if not I'll just go trade it back into them right <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Valerie in Illinois says, as a silly answer, prostitution. Pay what you want for... <laughs> Humble bundle. <laughs> for a, a lady or a gentleman. Lady of the evening. Mm-hmm. As a more serious answer, and although there's no way in hell this would work, but I wish medical treatments hot slash hospital bills were more along the pay what you pay what you are willing system. Oh, God. Nobody would ever pay. Yeah. We had a health clinic in, uh, in a town near us that I had to get a shot for college and it was pay what you were willing and i think my mom donated like 30 bucks or whatever yeah. whoa what that's a lot yeah it was could a- be the type of thing pay more than the average and your <laughs> treatment is fda approved no and you get a ba- <laughs> you get a band-aid on your shot if you get pay more than pay, pay more, more than, than the average. average and you get local anesthesia <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man. um that could be dangerous yeah I don't. I couldn't think of anything clever. No, honestly, uh, I could only think like really the way the best thing for this to work is something digital, not something yeah. physical, because um, physical you run into the whole shipping and stuff, you know. Yeah. So I mean, any anything music like, like well music yeah. uh, and and humble bundle does like uh, audiobooks occasionally, and they do, they do they do like digital comics occasionally. They movies. Uh, I don't know that they've had a movie bundle, but I wouldn't surprise me if they did have like maybe a documentary bundle or something. Um, they've done that'd yeah, be a e- really good e- idea e- though, e- like e- older books. movies. Yeah, you could like do a, like a mafia uh, pack with Scarface and The Godfather. Yeah, yeah, for digital, or even like digital even versions. Like dumpy '80s sci-fi movies, B horror movies. I would pay. Yeah, I would pay for like five bucks for. B-level horror movies and stuff. I, I don't know. Corey, the really Sleepaway Camp collection. Yeah, but Corey, you know... Exact, oh, yeah. You know, Five bucks? Sure. You know damn well that movie studios aren't that smart, and yeah. they're not going to do stuff like that. You never know. I mean... I, I would be shocked. They are dinosaurs when it comes to changing with the times. Uh, well, we thought the same about Nintendo. 
Yeah. yeah. And EA did a humble bundle, which is shocking. <laughs> you're you're, you're kind of right. You're kind of right. But so, I, th- I think for Nintendo to survive as a company, like all the movie studios are essentially the same dinosaurs. So they don't have, you know, unless someone comes along that can push them out of their dinosaur ways. Yeah. That's all it takes is somebody to sit sit down the dinosaurs and say, listen, dinosaurs, these movies aren't making any money, but if we did this, yeah. we'd at least get a little bit of money and it'd be good PR. Right. Do you think that's going to happen? Thing, you know more about thing, that like, sort of stuff than I do. The film studios and, and, well, record companies do to a certain extent, but film studios don't really brand themselves to the extent that like, right. video EA, game yeah. publishers do. Right. Um, you know, you say the word Ubisoft and get all these ideas in your head. I don't. I don't think movie studios do that as well, and that'd Not be a good, much. A good a good step in that direction, anyway. Yeah, which you kind of need to do in this day and age. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone, you know, like like take Legendary. You know, like yeah. oh, oh, great! The next Legendary movie's coming out. You know, I, I mm-hmm. tend to like Legendary's movies. I'm not a movie guy by any means, but um, I've seen a lot of their movies and they're relatively good anyway so yeah that's that was honestly the only one that came to mind that i was like oh i know i know that kind of movie right i can't think of any others that yeah i guess legendary was a bad example because they do kind of have a name universal i don't know that's really that's a lot of companies though yeah under universal yeah disney Disney's also a bad example because you know what you're getting <laughs> with the Disney movie. For the most, pick if you said Pixar, yeah, Pixar's good. You're like, okay, I know what you mean. Disney's yeah. a little bit broader, right? But. Okay. Any other thoughts? No. I don't know. I think you're you're right on with the digital. digital goods because technically the cost isn't anything, right? To distribute that, exactly. it's data. Yep. I Server, mean, yes. Servers, yes. Time and energy went into creating that, but once it's created. There's no costs, but like no you said, costs old movies, costs. old movies. As long as they're digital copies, would be perfect for that. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. If they if they want to start, they get need to come out with a good platform for digital movies, other than iTunes. Um, mm-hmm. I think something competing needs to come along. Uh, I, Even you, old TV shows like the Boy Meets World collection. Yeah, pay what you want. Digital. That's not making any money anywhere anyway. Right. Exactly. Because people are are reluctant now to buy DVDs and stuff. Like I'll buy Blu-rays of movies that I watch a lot, but yeah. we're like we had hundreds of DVDs. We just don't do that anymore. We don't have the space for it. We don't watch them. Mine are sitting um, in boxes. Exact, have been for months. Exactly. Um, like I said, for for movies that I like, really like, and will watch, I'll, I'll buy Blu-rays. But other than that, like I'll watch it on Netflix if it's on Netflix. Sure. So, all right. Uh, what's the question of the week for next week, Corey? Fallout 4 is confirmed. What would you love to see in the game? Pretty simple, but I feel like a lot of people have opinions on what they want in Fallout 4. Yeah, There's a lot of speculation going around. People are talking about the possibility of there being vehicles, uh, sort of playing around in the world before the atomic thing happened. So Yeah, and that would be, that would, that would be the reason why they showed the the dog running through the spot with the, you know... Call of Duty dog? Yeah, previous to the world blowing up and after the world blowing up. That was kind of neat. Yep, yep. 
So whatever you want to see in Fallout 4, crazy, practical, whatever. Cool. Okay. That's everything, right? Yep. Um, I don't have my card again, so I'm just going to direct you to our website because that yeah. has all the information you're going to need from us, uh, www.thumbstickathletes.com. From there, you can go to our Facebook page or Twitter page. Uh, Instagram, we have uh, YouTube. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel because we've actually been putting things on our YouTube channel. Um, every every week we put the Twitch broadcast of our episodes up. Corey's been putting up his Witcher stuff. Um, any streams that I'm going to be doing, I'll put on on YouTube. So we are going to have YouTube content uh, at least once a week, at the very least once a week now. So Dan, next week uh, E3 prediction. Next week is going to be E3 preview, preview predi- prediction episode. Maybe some um, Splatoon in there. Yeah, maybe we'll talk Splatoon. Um, I don't know if we're going to get to that tonight at this point. It's up to you. I don't care Doubtful. one way or the other. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Splatoon. I, I drunkenly talked about it during our 200th episode, but I don't remember what I said. I don't know if I made a good case for how fun the game was when I played it. I don't remember. <laughs> I, I don't remember either. So, uh, so yeah, we'll we'll, probably, we'll definitely be talking about that next week at least a little bit. Uh, any other thoughts? Nope, nope. All right, that'll do it for episode 202 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. American. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement.